Brought to you by Make Fun Network. Welcome to the top five of death. Where listeners vote and everyone dies. Listen and die. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Top 5 of Death. My name is Matt. I'm here with BWK. What's up? I'm here with Fro. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and joining us all the way from, I won't say the entire other side of the country, because that would be a lie. It would be false. But I will say uh, our new best friends in podcasting, all the way from Skip the Tutorial, Todd and Bryant. Hey, what's going on, guys? <laughs> what's up, brothers? Not much. <laughs> it's great to be here. Yeah, so we're doing a little uh, cross crossover episode here. Is this our first one? Uh, this is our first one that we've done like this. Cool. With the, with the new setup. Yeah, with the new setup and the uh, the ability to do such a show. Uh, so Todd and or Bryant, tell us a little bit about your show, Skip the Tutorial. Well, if, if your friends don't know or your audience doesn't know, Skip the Tutorial this is, is a uh, video game show. We talk video games. We talk video game news. Uh, we talk top sevens we break down a round table <laughs> hold on uh, a second a <laughs> yeah usually. pause pause for just a sec a top seven what do you think <laughs> yes. you're better than us <laughs> <laughs> i get it no i okay we had to add the two slots you know we had to make ourselves different That's we had a was. we had a competing podcast the top three of life a million years ago do you remember that yeah and they even emailed us to be like hey is it cool we do this and i was like <laughs> and we're like no, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We didn't. But uh, crazy. So but go on. This, they they've upped this ante. Where top three at least showed a little respect. Yeah, but we're an easily man, divisible man, number. Man, it, it just boils down to the number of creation, my friend. No, no, no disrespect intended. <laughs> yeah, bro. Uh, but go on before you were so rudely interrupted by us. <laughs> Yeah, we do. Uh, you know, we do a mixed bag of everything, and mostly we just talk about whatever the fuck we want to talk about. Yes, sir. And that's what it comes down to: is just people kicking back in our tribe, enjoying the video games. That's what we like. You know, things that bring people together, and one of those things is video games. And the thing is, right now, is we're the number one video game podcast in Boston. Hell yeah! Which is what we like to do. We like to be number one everywhere. That's right. That was a lie. That was definitely a lie. We discussed this before we started. <laughs> well, it's an right? unprovable fact. I want to add, man. It is about the grand experiment of different types of people finding common goals and common things to kind of put them together and our old asses figure, well, you know, our love for video games and other fly shit, you know, we could give it a try. So we're really, man, just honored to be fucking with you guys, though, man. <laughs> so Bryant is a liar. Uh, and, <laughs> yes. and Todd yes. is the the saving grace. <laughs> and Yeah. <laughs> that I, is true. I can understand. Actually, my entire list is a lie. I have played none of these games that we're going to be talking about. Dude. None of them are video games, probably. Yeah, they're all books. That's true. None of them are. <laughs> um, this nerd wrote down books. <laughs> uh, That's but exactly what I did. Before we uh, before we get into our list, and also, um, f- you know, just to be clear, clearly, if you're listening to Top Five of Death and you're a fan of Top Five and Make Fun Network, then you'll obviously go to makefun.network and and vote for your your hometown team. Hell yeah! No, vote for Boston. Yeah, not Texas, right? But if you no, are no. a, uh, if you hold are, hold on a second. Wait, <laughs> okay. wait, wait. What? No, no, no. You, you gotta vote for us. We're the guests. Treat your 
Treat your guests right. That's what you got to do. We don't have that policy. We no, have... I mean, look, man, they're from Boston, bro. The Patriots, yeah, the Red Sox. We win everything. What the fuck else? Everybody's winning. <laughs> That's they right. Got a certain type of mentality. It's true. You see, I'm from Louisiana. I'm used to. I'm used to losing not, situations. <laughs> not the Bruins. I'll just say that. Not the oh, Bruins. I'm, so, I'm sorry. What? Right. Excuse me. Means <laughs> getting boring. Me and you're not... gonna have beef. Oh, BWK hates sports so much. Yeah, let's talk about something else. He's got, he has tiny testicles, so this isn't what he's gonna want to talk about. Listen, what the hell? I'll bring it. I'll bring it down. So what the I'll, actual I'll, hell? I'll put it this way. <laughs> if I mean. If you're a Democrat and you want to support Massachusetts, go ahead. But if you're a right-wing nut and want to support those gun-toting Republicans <laughs> down in the state of Texas, then go ahead, you lunatic. <laughs> First off, man, if it's one thing Kanye West has taught us is we need to make America great again. Yeah. So I, I really take offense to what you just said. <laughs> We're going to find a way to work through this. Like I said, it's an experiment for different folks, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. There we go. But uh, so let's this is get... getting boring. What? Why? Because we're talking about your two favorite things: politics and sports. <laughs> yeah, actually, <laughs> I have nothing to say. Uh, uh, so let's not talk about politics. This isn't a politics show. Yeah, you would say that, you kook. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't know, Fro. You won last week's episode, and you have some deaths to dole out. I believe. Yeah, let me let me read out my deaths real quick and, and get this uh, the our gimmick kind of out of the way don't say it like that don't be, say it be proud of the show all right so let me get the great gimmick out of the way uh <laughs> what, so ep- what episode did you want? i won the uh top five hauntings scary i know right i was actually very surprised that i won this one so anyways here's my deaths for matt and bwk <clears throat> well, sorry why, why not am- you uh for a better matt so anyways uh what the fuck man what was that beginning of the show matt says as he scolds Fro, but Matt blinks, and he is no longer in the top five studio. He looks around. He appears to be in a zoo. He smells popcorn and animal shit, but he sees no one. Nothing. What the hell, he says. Matt, confused, starts to walk around trying to find anyone. Hello? Anyone here? Nothing. He happens to stumble upon the gorilla enclosure with a lone gorilla, but he pays no heed to him. Matt, thinking that uh, this gorilla is his imagination, hops the fence and and walks up to the gorilla. Where is my mother? I know, right? Uh, This gorilla still doesn't react. Matt lets out a little fart, and the gorilla's eyes shift. Now leering, he reaches for Matt. (laughs) He reaches for Matt, grabbing him by the collar of his sweatshirt and says, Call the police. The gorilla did? The the gorilla said it, yeah. (laughs) The gorilla says, Call the police. (laughs) Matt, shocked by the talking gorilla, dies of a heart attack in his arms. Matt is now a ghoul popping kids' balloons in the Lincoln Park Zoo. Better than popping kids' cherries, am I right, Fro? Wow. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, I guess so. <laughs> I don't, actually, you know, nothing's better than chop, uh, popping kids' cherries, right? I beg your unbelievable <laughs> pardon. <laughs> BWK, <laughs> so <Holy> uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, I know. Aren't you glad that you're on this show now? <laughs> now you're tied to this. <laughs> I'm surprised I'm tied to this. <laughs> What the Kevin Spacey? I didn't think that was gonna come out. All right, what round the, two. The Bill Cosby. <laughs> oh, I, I'm a big Bill Cosby supporter, so excuse. You gotta love Bill. <laughs> uh, all right, so next part. Mmm, the smell of dust and dirt. What is this? Better Matt says as his eyes jump open. Where am I? He wakens in a different place than his normal robotic domicile. He sits up on his new bed. Siri, where am I? He hears nothing. He looks around and appears he is in an old room. Everything wooden, stale. Feet hit the floor and he stands. The floorboards are very creaky. He slowly approaches the door with each step causing a new squeak. He reaches for the doorknob, turns the knob, and peers out. He has a vague memory of his surroundings. 
He is back in Tombstone, Arizona. How can this be? He mutters under his breath. Matt? Fro? <laughs> Nothing. He heads down the stairs and sees a cowboy sitting at an old dilapidated poker table, but he doesn't react. Better Matt walks in front of the man to get his attention. Nothing. Excuse me, sir. Where am I? No reaction. Then Better, uh, then better Matt lets out a little vegan fart. Oh. And the cowboy leers in his direction. What does it sound like? Why did you make him do that twice? Oh, gross. Vegan farts. Uh, What's it smell like? That's what I want to know. Oh, it's awful. Uh, <laughs> the cowboy leers in his direction. What do you want on your tombstone? Better Matt, shocked, dies of a heart attack. Cut, cut. Someone yells, what the hell, kid? We were shooting a tombstone pizza commercial. You can't be here. The what best boy. Twist. <laughs> what a twist, huh? Regular M. Night Shyamalan. I know, over right? Here. What the twist? The best boy runs up, checks Better Matt's pulse, looks up and says, he's dead. Then a MasterCard commercial is on next, and Fro giggles. Okay. Yeah, that's it. I liked my death. Yeah, which one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, whatever, dude. Hey, well, the Skip the Tutorial guys are hey, clapping for they're clapping you. for me, so fuck both of you they're, guys. They're being polite. I know, right? <laughs> is there a way to turn Fro down? I mean, that's that southern shit. I could turn your headphones Beagle. down. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, so anyways, that was my deaths this week. Uh, and yeah. Good, good work. All right. Thanks, so, PWK. So yep. this this week we're doing top five horror video games. On Spookfest. Uh, because we're closing out Spookfest. Um, and that is what we do for the month of October, uh, Spookfest, which is a good, good-ass time. And this is the last episode, so we're wrapping it up with a good old classic top five horror games. Now, uh, Bryant, what is, yes. your, what is your experience with uh, horror video games in general? Well... Generally speaking, I mean, I've been playing video games my entire life, but um, horror video games are where I go to actually get real terror because movies don't do it for me anymore. But for some reason, that interactivity of a horror video game really brings it to me and it really puts me in there and gives me that immersive experience that I want from the movies Mm -hmm. that I just don't get anymore because, you know, after years of being this horror fiend and fan, you just get kind of a calloused after a while. But those video games, they still do it for me. It's true. I don't know what it is. And they've been around forever. And I think with today's generation is where we're really starting to see what a good horror experience could be. Yeah. Uh, Todd, same question. Yeah, I mean, I really don't fuck with uh, hard games. Like that, <laughs> honestly, man, welcome um, to the show. <laughs> you know, now um, I like, you know, I like them. You know what I'm saying? But I, I, I've been playing games same amount of time. You know, uh, you know, struggling times work the game, stop love games. But hard games wasn't the first thing that I'm going to gravitate to because I use games kind of have a different type of escapist experience and um, de stress. You're not stress and plus maybe i've I've lived i've lived around real life zombies maybe man but i still (laughs) fuck with them that's why this game was like i mean this list of games is gonna be kind of cool for me because they really had to stick out like specific horror kind of survival feel so i'm right there with todd i don't play horror games because i'm a gigantic pussy not calling you a pussy but it made it sound (laughs) hey yeah i mean what i'm i Thank you uh, for, uh, <laughs> for not calling me a pussy. I, I, I am the pussy. That's why I don't play them. I'm way too afraid of them. I, on the other hand, absolutely love them. And I've been playing uh, horror games forever. And uh, this list was actually a lot harder to make than I expected. Was it harder because you had so many options? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on that, man. I had so I do feel many like we're gonna... options to choose from. Yeah, I feel like there's going to be a lot of duplicates. That's right. Oh, and uh, for the skip the tutorial guys, a little rule we have on the show is uh, if there's a 
if there's a duplicate on the list, the person who has it ranked higher on their list gets to talk about it first. So, ah, okay. Just so you know. You know what? Let's have one of these guys start first. Oh, you want to have one of them start first, yeah, huh? Let's have Bryant start first. Well, he's you on know the what? right side of our screen. To be fair, you know, the challenger should go first, and that would be these two fine gentlemen. So it's them against us? I'm trying to make it that way. I'm trying to <laughs> divide us as much as possible. So I'll be taking many a pot shot at either one of them at any given time. You know, a friendly rivalry between us, the sophisticated, clean people, versus these two, um, um, let's see, uh, ragamuffins uh, that are dirty and uh, eat garbage. trash. Oh, my God. I was going to say garbage eaters. Oh, my God. It's so Matt, clear. That's so cute. I had garbage for lunch, and I haven't showered in three days. It's just the truth. Um, that, 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 no, I, I ate. I shower pretty well. I, I'm not, not vegan, but I'm trying to do better. I'm getting older. I love. I love so that these two. I love that these two are total polar opposites of, of each other in like multiple ways. <laughs> Name another way, Fro. Uh, uh, I bet you one of them's tall and one of them's shorter. Keep going. Uh, one of them wears. Size uh, four <laughs> shoes and the other wears size twelves. Okay, you know what? We'll just stop there. No, I got, I, <laughs> one, I'm one curious is, about one more. One is okay. a, one is a briefs guy. The other is a, uh, just commando. Yep, and those are the only two differences between the two. <laughs> yeah, I'm the commando guy. Lots of baby powder in my house. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, <laughs> Brian, why don't you why don't you kick us off, and then one of us will go, and then Todd can go. So, Brian, uh, kick us off with your first ever uh, top five on the top five. Number top. five. Number five. Sorry, before right. you do, I really feel like Todd should go first. Why? Because okay. of the ro- because of the rotation. He's like there on the left, then it would be Bryant, then it would be Fro, then it would be me. <laughs> BWK is so concerned with how things are looking in the room. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know it's not a visual <laughs> podcast, but that doesn't make any sense to me. Todd, would you be offended if we had you go first just to make BWK happy? I don't know, man. Is this because of some kind of mandated government program? Yeah, he, shit that you're trying to enforce upon me. In that case, no. He usually tries to make and me I'm go first, huh? He usually What's tries that? to make me go first. Migos first. I don't like them. No, not Migos. Me. Well, oh my. Fault. Wait, hold on. Wait, can you see? Can you see into our room right now? I got you. Okay, hold on. Yes. All right. I'm black, so it's like. That's what it is. <laughs> It's not a black thing. You can't, a- you can't tell by the sound of my voice, but I'm also one of you, so it's, it's fine. I can, I can tell by the color of your hand, though, my brother. I'm from South Louisiana. Oh, yeah. You got the hands. You know what's yeah, I can, I can see you, bro. My favorite. <laughs> but it's nice to have you on the show as well. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, you two. Settle down. All right. Matt's not going to like hey, this anymore. Hey, just to be clear, it's not a black thing. I don't think that black people should go no, first. Man, I'm just fucking with you, man. I'm, <laughs> right, I'll start, because, like, really, I had a friend that was, that was popular. I mean, like, loves your show. He, uh was telling me at work today, like, I was like, hey, man, I'm finna do a cross-promotional show with uh, Top 5 of Death. He was like, oh, I've heard of them before, and he was telling me about some of my geek and sundry and shit like that. So I was actually yeah. real excited to, to, to hang out and, and talk with you guys, man. But he, I asked him, I was trying to pick his bank brain after I made my list, and I asked him, I call him the legend because he's wise, but I asked him, I said, well, what about <laughs> you? What kind of hard games for you? And he couldn't really come up any hard games, but he was just like, the first game that comes to mind is pool. Because cool. the white ball is always trying to knock the flat <laughs> ball off the girl in the green. And I was like, bro, I'm going to write that down. And that's going, I'm going to say that and shout out to the legend. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> say he wanted me to give y'all a special shout out. All right. Yeah. Just started off, man. My number five, five on my list for favorite horror video games. It's not that great of a game, but it's Friday the 13th. 
I had to give it which one? Which, which ups, one, man? The, the latest one that just came oh, out. Okay. Uh, I find it the one that came well May seventeenth, two thousand seventeen, and it just came out on a as a free PS Plus game last Ooh, month. So that's my first research. time. I, I got a chance to play it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm not like I said, I'm not a big fan, so I wouldn't go out and buy this game. I wanted to check it out because I know Brian fucks with Jason Four. He's like that's his <laughs> white Jesus. Sorry, not to make it a white black thing. Sorry, I'm just, just being, no, but um. <laughs> but no, nah, uh, yeah, man. So I really think it's like a fun game, but you really would have to play it with friends. Maybe get a little bit of drink, but the they captured that hard feel. It actually the spooky feeling I got from it was the surprise. So that's the that's my number five on the list, man. Yeah, that's, that that game freaks me out. That's a good pick. I um I'm also um a subscriber to the religion of Jason Voorhees being my uh, my Jesus, white Jesus. Um, yeah, maybe it's a maybe it is a white. Yeah, thing. So he's wearing the he's wearing the Friday. Oh the yeah, 13th he shirt. is. But um, so Friday the Thirteenth, the the newest game, I I totally support that pick. The game, if I could say one thing about that game, it is probably one of the best adaptations of like a real feel from what you watch in the film to the experience that you play as. Um, if you haven't played that game, it's very much like a you can pick it up and play it anytime. There's really you're, you're kind of just in it right from the get go. And it's a ton of fun. Yeah, I will 100% say it probably is more fun with friends. I don't have any friends that play that game. You Wait, correction, you, you, yeah. don't, you don't have any friends. <laughs> yeah, we got, we got you. Oh, fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Matt, just let's, so, so you know, I actually just downloaded the game. For Xbox? Yeah, so me and you should play. Oh, I guess I got one friend. You do have one friend. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Shut Aww, up. You're friends. Um, yeah, any, uh, has anybody else played this game? I've only watched and I can't play it. I've, uh, I've, you demoed it for me one time, Matt. And I sat down at the controller, waited 15 minutes to get into a game, tried to open a door, went through the door, and ended up at the title screen. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I think this game's broken. So, full disclosure, I don't know uh, if, because Todd, you recently just downloaded it to play it, right? Yes, sir. So, when the game launched, it had one of like the most historically poor launches. Ever it had so much oh, hype, yeah. it had so much hype behind it, and then it released with just a fuck ton of bugs. So like, I was so exactly. pumped on it, and like like BWK just said, I was like, yeah, try it out, and it was just like he didn't even play. <laughs> I, I couldn't even. Then we tried to start again, and it took like ten minutes. And Matt was like reconfigure. I felt like you were like reprogramming. I the felt game. responsible, like it was my game. I'm like, no, 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 it doesn't do this. It doesn't do this. I swear <laughs> to God, like it's, it's it's a good game. Come back. <laughs> and I was like, I'm I'm gonna go. Yeah. Uh, I but- think that did save it for me, though. I think that's why I put on a list because me getting into it later, right. they were able to fix those server issues, those bugs. So it was a smooth experience. I got to miss that whole part. <laughs> yeah. I think I. If I would have probably had that happen, it wouldn't be on my list. So, so we we yeah. really skipped the tutorial on this one and didn't really explain what this game is. Is yeah. that what you guys do on your show? No, <laughs> we skipped it. No, we, we, well, I know, we skipped it. I, I, I'll give a quick rundown. So fr- the Friday the 13th game is a five-on-one. It's uh, essentially one person is the killer, all the other people are the victims. And the victims, the camp counselors, they want to attempt to get out of Camp Crystal Lake while the one Jason is attempting to find all of them and kill them all. It's like yep. hide and seek. That is a game. Uh, Brian, anything to add? Yeah, I mean, it is one of these classic, like, modern, to me, it's a classic story of a turnaround by a developer. I mean, we have this kind of thing going around in the video game world now between, you know, Sea of Thieves and... Mm. 
uh, No Man's Sky where games release with these huge promises and they just fail because of the beginning stages. But he shows, man, if these developers stick with it, I mean, these things get much, much better. And Friday the 13th is a much better game now than when it first released. I really enjoyed my time with it. And as a big Voorhees fan, it's a great representation of what it feels like to be in one of those movies. I really love that game. What, uh, what platform do you play on, Bryant? PS4. Oh, okay. You too, Todd? Yes, sir. Um, cool. All right. Uh, <laughs> great. Y'all on Xbox, though, man. I was just, I was like, damn it. Damn it, I missed the Xbox. <laughs> I got them both, baby. Yeah, ditto. That is okay. too much. <laughs> BWK's a Switch boy. Yeah, I'm a Switch boy. Put uh, it on Switch, I'll I got, play it. Hey, hey, love, gotta show love to the Switch now. <laughs> Heck yeah. Switch. Heck so. yeah. All right, Brian, look, give us your number five. All right, my number five is probably one of the best, worst games of all time, and I love the crap out of this game. It stars Dana Plato. It's all the way from 1992, and they just remastered and re-released it in a 1080 for the PS4, and they put it on Switch. It is Night Trap. Oh, all my God. All the way from 1992. Yikes. <laughs> Fucking Night Trap, bro. Look, man, I'm sorry. I got to throw Night Trap. Every, I do. Not, not on this show. Okay, I'm, we don't talk about our list before we record. Um, <laughs> Neither do we. Yeah, night, we don't typically either. Man, shout out shout out to Limited Run. I told you about Night, night Trap, bro. I'm just, it's look, so on. good. I What's play it once a week. I play it once a week. So can you tell me why it's fun? Because I remember being a kid and playing it. And first of all, I was like not allowed to because it was like banned. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't there like some controversy around this game? Yeah, yeah. but but a friend of mine got a copy of it and we were playing it and we felt like we were like breaking the rules. (laughs) Ooh, bad boys. But I also remember that um, it was like pretty bad. Like we couldn't figure out exactly what to do. So tell me what we do. Okay, it is an awful game, first of all. <laughs> but Night Trap is you basically control security cameras and you're trying to Fun. capture and warn the people in the house. Is it uh, Sega and that's CD, right? You're doing. Yeah. What's that? Sega CD, right? Yeah, it was Sega CD originally. They just remastered and put it out in 1080p version for some god awful reason. So this is pretty much of- the original uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, There's but with- the PS4 version. Jesus. Box. Wow, I can't believe they fucking did that. That looks great. <laughs> yeah, it does. Uh, so is it scary? No, no, not at all. It's <laughs> no, stupid. It's the worst shit ever. I, I can't so believe dumb. he bought it. He got it in Austin. I told him not to get it. And I was like, why the fuck are you getting this horrible game? And he was just chatting it up. I had to walk away. You got to play that reason. You got to play That's shitty games. Sometimes. I got it. Yeah. It is one of the worst games of all time. So, and if there's anything I respect being a huge Bruce Campbell fan, it's really bad shit. <laughs> I love bad shit. So it's like these girls on a slumber party and then like a killer vampire comes into the house. There's there's some killer supernaturals, there's some there's some there's some stalkers who walk around. There's 25 stalkers who walk around dressed in all black and they kind of creep through the house that you got to catch. This is I mean, legitimately cool. the best game ever for <laughs> that reason. <laughs> Jesus. So that's a uh, night trap uh Night Trap? That's yeah. what it's called? Night Trap. You know, Night Trap Night Trap. Night Trap means something totally different in twenty eighteen. I just want to point that out. Tell us. Uh I would assume it would say uh Lady Boy of the Night. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Lady Boy of the Night. I'm not so sure That's I've true. ever heard that before. Oh, BWK, you're such a night trap. Anyway. <laughs> uh Fro, why don't you uh You bitch. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> Bro, why don't you kick us off with your number five? So you guys are combining lists, or you're not doing a list this week, Matt? No. So, oh yeah. So, Peter, okay, good, good call on that. Uh, so, Fro and I have combined lists for the sake of time. 
So we can still do a list. Yeah, we each have a. Our list is. It's just combined. We we talked about our list. We came up with a top five. Some are definitely more a buddy th- list that he picked. Some that I picked. But we we agree aggressively on our number one, uh, and that's kind of how it goes. So cool. Kick us off, bro. Yeah, kick us off. All right. So my number five is from the uh, originally on the GameCube, now on the 3DS. It is Luigi's Mansion. Heck yeah, good pick. <laughs> Uh, Hell yes! Just because this game is silly and it's uh it's about as terrifying of a game that I can play, uh because I can't do anything else. Yeah, this I mean it does it is spooky. It has its spooky moments. Uh, one of my favorite things about this game, um, is they kind of pay tribute to like the Resident Evils, uh, with how like if you open up a door, it shows Luigi reaching for the door for every single like time. It's a cinematic of him shakily reaching for the doorknob and then having to open it and it shows how scared he is and uh matt pull up the um the theme song as well so oh, the theme song fucking rules i'm gonna i'm gonna pull up the theme song but i uh i did not get a chance to set up my phone so uh i do apologize to the skip t- tutorial guys but you will not hear this um i'll react anyway yeah, <laughs> yeah you, I'll, I'll tell you when to react i'll fake it yeah, so but the Luigi's the Luigi's Mansion uh, uh, theme song fucking kills me, and I think it's one of the funniest things ever in any video game. All right, we're playing it right now. <laughs> the fact that Luigi like hums along to it, and it's played throughout most of the game. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Hey, <laughs> Bryant, what do you think of this? Yeah, just react as it if you know what it is. It is so sexual. It's amazing. <laughs> you don't know how close you are. Um, Lu- Luigi is so sexy in this theme song. Because he's the skinny one. You ever see him in those uh, uh, shorts in Mario Tennis? Yeah, that's my big rule 83 for the internet. Absolutely. <laughs> but the him humming, and it's great because for him, it's you can hear him getting more scared as the song goes on, mm-hmm. which I think is just fucking hysterical. Um but yeah, so my just to, if I could just quickly explain. Of so course. The, when the promo pictures for Mario Tennis on Switch, Mario Tennis Aces came out, there was a promo picture of Luigi where he was like looking very sexy in his like shorts, and uh, it was ve- just very strange. And the internet picked it up, obviously. And uh, of course they did. That's what the reference was. What? Yeah. Oh, your reference. Hey. Yes. Real, real quick, guys. Have y'all ever played the arcade version of Luigi's Mansion? Yes, dude. There's an arcade version. Yeah, it's a David yes. Buster's. Oh, really? Yeah, it's pretty. It cool. is so good. I did not know that was a thing. Yeah, yeah. That is a that is a to me. That's one of the best examples of a port to arcade. Yeah, it's, interesting. It's pretty cool. It's uh, it's basically the same game, but uh, it's on have... it's on rails. Oh, okay, sick. I'm gonna have to look into that. Yeah, it's at um, Dave and Buster's. Yeah, hang on at Dave and Buster's more often, bro. <laughs> I'll try to do that. A, an actual real arcade. Um, BWK. Yeah. Give us your number five. Okay. My number five is a uh, sort of like an... Th- this is like a, a pick that I think you guys are going to like... It's like a... Uh, uh, who cares? I'll just say it. Okay. So my number five is Fatal Frame 2 Crimson Butterflies. I actually had Fatal Frame on the list, but we took it off. Cool. Because I've never played it. Excellent choice. Excellent choice. I'm too Th- afraid of this game. This game scared the shit out of me. So basically, you play as like one of two twin girls. Okay. And, now I know what game you're talking about. Yeah. Um, uh, and you walk into like this weird town. There's no like people there or anything. You find this camera, and if you look through the lens of the camera, you can see like ghosts. 
and they haunt these different areas. And your job is to basically take pictures of the ghosts to wipe them out. So you're forced to like confront them and get in close. Like the combat forces you to find the ghosts and take a picture of them. So it's a horror Pokemon Snap. Yes, <laughs> like mm-hmm. that's, that's exactly what it's like. And uh, the story is just like really convoluted and creepy. And I just remember playing through it and being like legitimately scared. I love that you have to take pictures. That's like I think it's a great concept for what it is. It's not your normal battling shit. You're not sw- you know you're not hiding. You're not shooting. You know you know what I mean. Like you're you're looking down a dark corridor and you're forced to take a picture out, uh, take a camera out and like look at all the dark space. You're looking at the scary. Sh- you're looking for the scary shit. Yeah, it's good. Uh, has anyone else played it? Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure, man. Fatal Frame was my shit growing back in the day on the PS2. One or two. I mean, it was. What's that? Uh, Fatal Frame one or two? Probably two. I love two. One is still my jam. Oh really? Like, that game did something so different and scared the bejesus out of me. But two is an amazing game. Yeah, it really is. Um, two. I thought two was incredible. I thought one. I played two first, then one, and I felt like one was going backwards was hard mechanically yeah well they definitely improved yeah and then uh three was like way too streamlined that it was basically unfun what's this this is a song from fatal frame oh cool what i'm really doing is can you hear this now guys yeah we can hear it ah cool i got it to work nice (laughs) now i'm pumped Um, yeah this is the theme to fatal frame too that'd be cool pull up the themes while we go yeah, I can do that. Yeah. I have the technology. So anyway, that's my number. My number five is Fatal Frame 2, Crimson Butterflies. Did you play Fatal Frame 1? Okay, this is getting pretty rocking. All right, all right. <laughs> Settle down, everybody. Rocking. <laughs> this is this is how much BWK rocks. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to... This feels like a good driving song. You know, okay. With the windows <laughs> down on your way to the beach. Enough. Now you've ruined it for everybody. <laughs> uh, what were you there s- will be some dope-ass theme music, though. Like, when you walked, that would be fly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can see it. So I, can see it. Uh, I don't know about you guys. My personal favorite walking theme song is the Pokemon theme song. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> Fuck yeah. You get uh, amped with that shit. Stop agreeing Hell with yeah. them. There are enemies oh, today. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that, song, that shit sucks. You're stupid. Yeah. Digimon's yeah, better, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, no, Todd. You Todd, can't... you're supposed to be on my side. No, he's on our <laughs> side now. There are no sides anymore. It's anarchy. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. It's the purge, baby. Uh, all right. Let's so this. that brings us back around. So, Brian, what is nope, your... Todd. Oh, Todd. Yes. Sorry. That was very uh, just flat out racist of me to assume <laughs> the white guy would go first. <laughs> Matt. I, what? Oh, man. I'm, it's, it's all right. I'm used to it. Todd, <laughs> Todd fry him alive. Well, well, I lost my friend little brother's hand. I can't see him. I'm, I'm losing comfort. <laughs> all right, all right. We still good. No, let me start climbing. Let me, uh, uh, Todd, just, number four. Straight to, yeah, it's very cliche, man. For me personally, Silent Hill, the 99 Konami classic. Silent that Hill they made 1? made that cheesy-ass movie about. Oh, that movie's um, awesome. Yeah, that movie's awesome. I we, fuck we, with it, though, man. We will <laughs> argue with, with you on that. Uh, nah, you're talking about Silent Hill 1, the original, right? Right. Yeah, these are the the original to too, go back. Too scary. What's that? Too scary. Can't do it. Man, <laughs> hear me here. Man. I am a fucking gigantic pussy. That's why Luigi's Mansion was my on my list. You're so cute. Shut up. <laughs> well, no, you are. You know what? Real, real shit. The the undertone of this is probably something fucked up in my own psyche because it was, it was really the religious aspects of the game right. that caught my attention. Because I generally wouldn't play that, but I went to like a Christian high school out in the country where we used to actually pass an old plantation every day i talk about it on the show all the damn time but uh so like this game for whatever reason i connected with that survival 
environment with the storyline. So it was dope to me. So I had to put that on there. And I know how much Bryant loves Konami games. So I always, I don't know, I find little little tidbits for him. But yeah, that's it. My num- I'm on number four. Did Survival you, horror. Did you continue classic. with the franchise as it uh, as it continued, or did you kind of just give up after Silent Hill, the original one? That was it. That was it for me. I played Silent Hill, <laughs> one the and first done. one. The one and done. And then I watched the movie. I, I watched the movie several times after right. that and felt support. But when I just automatically thought about, okay, what's a horror experience that touched me? That was one. Let's where talk was, about okay, the movie briefly. Can we talk yeah. about the movie very briefly? I know we can do whatever we want. Okay, I feel like that movie is the best adaptation of uh, a video, video game, game. To yeah. movie. Oh, Abs- it's up there. Absolutely one Incorrect. of the best. <clears throat> Incorrect. You Break tell me. Mortal Kombat. Uh, Mortal Kombat <laughs> is really good. <laughs> oh, he's got me. The first Mortal Kombat is good, but Silent Hill definitely worked. Like, that's when like all these shit ass yeah. horror movies. But were you know what's out. funny? So did Mortal Kombat. That worked too. Mortal Kombat, yeah. it, it really that number that's number one on the list. But I do feel you. I mean, I'm just going through the mental rolodex, and all sincerity, I couldn't really think of another game ad- adaptation that was better than Silent Hill, other than Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Doom, you know, like <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Double <laughs> Dragon, Double Dragon, the movie. Uh, I loved that movie as a kid. That movie was fucking great. No, it was it? That's one of my personal favorites, though. Was Jean Claude. Oh, that movie's dog shit. Don't even get me started on that. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's the worst. It's oh, I hate worst. it. I don't know why they got a fucking Belgian guy as fucking the most American character in, in Street Fighter. Anyway, okay, I think the Silent man. Hill movie is pretty damn good, and I, I like defending it. <laughs> you like defending you know it? I like it. I'll actually give you that one, man. I enjoy the Silent Hill movie quite a bit. I mean, Pyramid Head was a little bit off, but his presence in it and the way they created him was fantastic for me. Yeah. Agreed. Just really cool. And the nurses, that scene I feel like is horror, cl- like a classic horror moment is those nurses. All right. My old yes. band, my old rep, uh, band used a sound clip from Silent Hill, which I always Oh my God, I loved. totally forgot about that. Yeah. Um, so. Anyway, uh, uh, Brian. Brian. Brian Give is us your next. number four. My number four is kind of this, it, it's it's a trilogy, but I'll, I, I go with the first one because it's still my favorite in the series. As the trilogy went on, the third one was dog shit. But the fourth, the first one in the series just was amazing. That's Dead Space. Ooh. Dead Space. Ooh, what a good pick. That's our, Dead uh, Space is our number three. That's our number three. Ah. Oh, so they. So that means they, you guys get to talk about yeah, it, right? Yeah, sorry, sir. Uh, yeah, so this is a game that... So me and Fro each made a top five list, and this was the only... Sharing game. Yeah, initially it was the only game that appeared on both of our lists. So Dead Space, and I totally agree with you. The first one... Yeah, everything you said is correct. It was just like, first one's great, second one's pretty good. Uh, the third one, okay. Um, <laughs> yep. But uh, So the first one, I'll just talk about my favorite aspect, my two favorite aspects of it, which will probably be one of your favorite aspects. But the w- the weapon in the game, so the whole game is about, it's a, it's a space survival horror game. You are essentially sent up, um, I don't know, I, I, Correct me if I'm wrong. You're sent up to investigate. You're, you're kind of sent up to fix something because you're you're not like a an agent of any kind. You're like a a, a welder. Or yeah, something. like a you're like a worker. Yeah, you're just a blue collar worker, and that's kind of what makes the character so great. Right. I mean, he's just this regular dude who's just put in this real bullshit situation. Yeah, definitely. Game's way too scary. It's very scary. And so the, the weapon you were saying. Yeah, the weapon itself. So your your first weapon, which is kind of the best weapon in the game. Um, it's just like, um, it's this cutter. It's like this plasma cutter and it shoots out, um, lines, essentially just these lines and you can, you can twist, you hit a button and you go from horizontal to vertical. And the cool concept about this game was when like the monsters or whatever came at you, you're, 
your goal was to, you know, put the gun at the right angle and shoot off their limbs yeah, so they could move, move, which was so it's it it's so different than almost any other game where you're just like the monsters kind of had like a thing vibe to them. They were just sort of like this like horrifying creature thing. Yeah. A human-esque, but like with multiple long arms and sharp spikes. And the, the one other thing I want to point out about this game, which was really cool, and then I'll, I'll pass it off to Bryant, is the the audio for this game was very, very well done. If anything, it was one of the first games that I played where I was I would get nervous because I heard yep. something. Yep. And That's the way- why I didn't play this fucking game. In the way they did it was like you would hear like the like through like the air ducts and you you would hear it like it was done so well you would hear it just pass over your head you're like fuck and also the quiets were really quiet and the louds were super loud yeah there's this one part where you have to do like a space jump and it's just fucking silence wait that's the third one no ain't it no well Bryant yeah no the 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 first one has the space jumping they all have space jumps (laughs) yeah. I'm assuming so. The third one, I made it about four hours in, and I was like, "You took me out of the dark, put me in the light. This is bullshit." What about the uh, <laughs> the uh, Wii version? Did you ever play that one? No, I never did. I actually own it because I'm a I'm really bad at hoarding video games that I never play, <laughs> and that's one of those that I own. <laughs> so that's what I got to say. So now now you go with uh, why it made your list. Yeah, it made my list just because of number one. You t- you touched on it with the thing design. The thing is like my favorite horror movie of all time. Yes, I, I, thought, I thought it was Friday the Thirteenth. I oh. love Friday the Thirteenth the series, but if you're just talking about solitary movies, the thing. Okay, it's okay, a classic. What do you think of the remake? Oh God, no, it's no, too much, too much, I don't want to talk about that. Too much CGI. Okay, go way on. too much CGI. I want my <laughs> puppetry effects. <laughs> Hell yeah. As a Muppets fan, I need my puppets. Oh, That's I, what I always need. We just became best friends. I think we just became best friends. Before the show's over, it's going to be me versus everyone. <laughs> That's how it always is. You're but all, it also... I know, love it Mary Will- Elizabeth. Like you said, too, the audio mix. Just That's such an important design in any horror experience is the audio. Yep. And especially why... And I know somebody may talk about it a little bit later, but the original Doom still works as an experience because of the audio mix itself. It's just so, so great and so talented at bringing that information to life and kind of really divulging an an entire atmosphere into your brain. And it it just works so well, Mm -hmm. but also dead space has one of my favorite moments in a video game ever. And it's the anti-grav moments. Anytime I'm in the anti-grav room in that game and I'm having to fight monsters while at the same time, try to clear my objectives. It just sold it to me. It just sold it. And it's got one of the best final bosses of all time. The original one. Didn't get that far. I loved this space. Yeah. And this is very much like a like a sci-fi horror game. Because it's it touches on both bases because it's set in space. Oh yeah. yeah. You know? If you couldn't guess from the title of Dead Space, it's not like some artistic rendering of like negative use of color. Or, it's, just like, or it's a uh, <laughs> it's about a radio show. It's about a radio show where nobody talks. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that's a good pick. I I only played the game for about ten minutes, and then I was like, I'm done. I can't do it. Like for- I literally had a fucking panic attack while playing it. So what's um me I'm and Matt on that though? Thank I'm you, thank you. you. 
that 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 one because that game mastered making you feel overpowered out of the gate yeah. and increasingly shrinking the room on you. It um, it really felt claustrophobic to me. And it was, after a while, I was like, why the fuck am I doing this? People are shooting outside. Let me put on something else and chill the fuck out. <laughs> like, no, but I'm with you. I'm with you on that one. I mean, it's a it's a great game. I just I couldn't get I through played, it. It was too spooky. I played it with like five heavily tattooed like hardcore dudes, and we were all screaming. And I was like, "Nope, shut it off. Let's bro, go, bro, for real. Like, fuck that. <laughs> yep. That's not this. You know. You know what the best fe- to deal with. the best feature of that of that game that we're not even talking about is that you could press a button and it would draw a little line on the ground and tell you where to go. <laughs> yeah, that was great. I forgot <laughs> about that. Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, all right. Well, so we'll go with our number four, my, our combined number four. Yes. Which is really just my number four. Which is Fro's number four. So my number four is actually, uh, Bryant actually just mentioned it, is the original Doom uh, for PC, I guess you could say. Yeah, I guess it was on PC, huh? Uh, yeah, that game, uh, three. I think the original Doom is one of the original. Wait, 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 wait. What? What did you say, Todd? On number three. Oh, oh it's his number three. It's his number three. You got Todd, take it away. <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah Todd. I'll- Mine really quick because you were gracefully and graciously describing, and I'm in all sincerity. I'm kind of I have to be transparent here. I'm being a bit of a Bethesda fanboy. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, it is Bethesda, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And like I was able to attend QuakeCon this year. I saw the new gameplay for the upcoming Doom, and I've always. I mean, if you go back, I just had Doom on one of my lists before. But when we did this list, as far as like horror experiences or like fun experiences, this is the one game on the list where I felt. Uh, you feel that overpowered nature yeah. based on the Slayer. He's like a souped up version of the Predator in a holistic type of, you know, environment. But it still was a lot of fun. This is probably the most fun I have overall throughout the years, really throughout the whole series. And I think the really it's just really it's fresh in my head as far as the Doom experience, because I know what's coming out, getting a chance to speak with a couple of the developers about it and nice. just the passion that they put into the game and how it's changed. You know, Doom had to be on my list if I'm gonna be talking about horror. Hell but, yeah. Uh, yes. The theme song is so fucking good. For back then, so badass. Oh, yeah. Fuck. I right? feel like sprinting. Right? I know, exactly. You wanna <laughs> run. <laughs> it's crazy. So, uh, but yeah, no, the original Doom, like, for when it came out, what, like, what is that? Like, fucking, I don't know, early 90s? What, 96, I think? Hold on. No, I think it was before the 96. Before that, yeah. I think it was 93 or 94. So that's forever ago. I was I was still super young and kind of, kind of, you were playing like Donkey Kong Country and shit, and then, then Doom came out, and I, like, I had to play it. Everybody was playing it. Like, put it on their school computers, everything. So I was like, oh, I gotta try this game. This game's fucking actually scary, and this is like one of those first things where you can kind of hear the audio, and you can hear that, like, somewhere like deep in the distance you're like that Fuck. sounded perfect that's thank, exactly what it sounds thank like thank you and that's the thing is you hear it and you start having that anxiety and especially as a kid having that anxiety you're like well i don't want to go anywhere close to that but you have to and you got to like run around and like just these things are scary as plus fuck. it was so bloody and when you were a kid you didn't get a lot of bloody games right. like that and uh that was always pretty like and they had like those like ske- like skeletons on the wall of like people being like their skin ripped off yep. and stuff yep. oh yeah when you're in hell it was very cool the uh the memory i have about playing the original doom was um like speaking of the audio quality like it had really like pretty realistic sounding weapons in it yeah the shotgun yeah dude so what we would mm-hmm. do is like we would crank the tv up real loud <laughs> and then wait for the male guy to come <laughs> And then while he was just on the other side of the door, we would like fake a, a, a like a, a like an assault in the house, oh my and God. then we would just be like, 
put the gun down. Then we just start f- firing off the trigger super loud. And it's like, no, that's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, but, but it's still that's funny. Some alone shit right there. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, but yeah, so my number four, uh, Doom. Hell yeah, BWK. My number four. I cannot believe we're only on fours. But uh, my number four is uh, uh, it's it's a game that I think will turn into an urban legend, and it's because you cannot play it anymore. I know what it is, and it's on the PlayStation. It's a game called PT. PT. Oh yeah, yeah. This almost made my list. That close. Yeah, PT is a game that was a playable teaser for a new Silent Hill game, but it never actually that that Silent Hill game got canceled, and the game will never come out, and they've taken it off of the. Pl- the PlayStation store. So you can't download the teaser anymore. So basically what the game, so basically it's just going to be, it's going to disappear from, yep. from like cult- cultural consciousness. It, it has an expiration date. Uh, the teaser does. So I think it's next year or maybe even this year. Oh, really? Yeah. In December, you will never be able to play this game again. And there are prov- uh, pr- people who have tried to like preserve it, but because there isn't a working PlayStation four like emulator, it, it really hasn't, gone anywhere what do you want to dispute matt no i don't want i just i feel like i feel like it's too popular to never have some sort of follow-up so i googled this right before the show and i guess fans have recreated it like painstakingly recreated it but that's not the same no yeah anyway so what what it is is you wake up and you're in like a room and you you wake up you hear this creepy dialogue then you go through a door and you go into like a hallway of a of a house then you walk around the hallway into the garage and you're back in the same room that you started in. And then you go through the door and it, you're back in the same hallway. Then you're right. back in the same like 4A and stuff like that. But as you keep making those loops, things start happening and sounds start happening. Uh, all kinds of like weird, creepy images. There's a bathroom door that eventually opens and... Um, nothing it, like, nothing actually happens though. Like you can't... No, it does. So there, people. So it's a giant puzzle box. I feel like I'm going to talk so much about this. No, go ahead. It's a giant puzzle box. So as you walk around the game, there are these little icons. They're not icons. They're, le- they're letters. And if you look at them, they start to arrange in a certain part of the room. Mm. And if you look at all of them, it unlocks the front door. But you have to loop the, the, the hallway so many times and sometimes go backwards and sometimes go into the bathroom or skip going into the bathroom. There's one of them that you can only get from the pause screen if you have headphones plugged in. It's really hard to find. Kojima put this out, didn't he? Isn't it, Hateo Kojima? Kojima? Yeah, it is. It, it was Kojima. <laughs> I love Kojima. I love Kojima. Yeah, it's Konami fanboy, so of oh, course you know. Right. <laughs> so it's really, it's really fucked up. It's really scary. And it takes five minutes and you are terrified. And it's the same thing over and over again. And uh, uh, Brian, what do you, what were you going to say about it? I feel like you, you're gearing up. You're like wringing your hands together. <laughs> <laughs> it was just such a cool fucking experience overall. Because for once, this thing came out that nobody expected. Nobody announced it. Nobody had any idea at the time that Kojima was involved or that it was a playable teaser for a new Silent Hill game that Kojima was going to do with uh, Daryl from The Walking Dead. Which is why we have Death Stranding now. Oh, is that what that Death... is? So this is the follow-up, essentially. No. <laughs> well, Death Stranding oh. is the project that came from this because they got basically canned by Konami. Yeah. And they're like, hey, you're not going to do this. And Kojima's like, I'm Kojima. I can do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> and he got a billion dollars from Sony to make Death Stranding, which is about Daryl walking around with a baby light. Yeah. It's I... a really weird game. Yeah, I saw the trailer for that. It looks fucking strange. But yeah, the but cool... it's... Ugh. 
Go ahead. I was going to say the coolest thing about PT for me was it really brought like this whole world together of video game like enthusiasts and gamers because you saw people on message boards, on Reddit, on Facebook going, what the fuck is this and how do we solve it? Yeah. Yeah, it's really, really that cool. That was amazing to me. Not bad. So PT made my list because I feel like I'm just so lucky to have been able to play it while we could have played it. It's going to be a good legend like later on for it's, other video game like fans growing up as a kid. It's like, oh, this is a game that you literally can't play ever again? Right. Yeah, yeah so, to me, it's going to be like Yoshi on top of the castle in Mario 64. <laughs> it's going to be one of those things. Oh, Someday people are going to be like, that game never existed. Right. And I mean, you'd have to take their word for it. But we, but we know it did. It's like Sinbad in that genie movie. It, yeah. Right? Yes. <laughs> that actually never existed. Um, sure it didn't, BWK. Okay. So uh, to- so Todd actually had uh, Doom as his number three, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yep. yep. So we're going to skip over you now, and we're going to go to Brian, and he's going to do his number three. Hell yeah. yeah. My number three is another GameCube release. It's actually probably one of the most terrifying games I've ever played and still love to this day, and it's Eternal Darkness. Uh-huh. I've heard this a lot of things about this game. my boy. <laughs> this guy is playing right into my hands. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh wait, I'm he's playing. I'm playing into his hands. Who knows? <laughs> Either way, we're hugging. <laughs> anyway, we're we're gonna end the poker game with hugs, and everybody's gonna enjoy a beer. Hell yeah! Everyone's three, a piece of shit but me. Nobody, nobody <laughs> in this room, nobody on this side drinks. <laughs> we all don't drink. All right, tell tell us about the game. <laughs> so you guys can have so a beer. Eternal- Eternal Darkness is, and it got a lot of flack back in the day for people trying to compare it to Resident Evil and trying to kind of capitalize on this third-party camera that Resident Evil really made essential in 3D gaming. But Eternal Darkness did something very cool with its own vibe. So you play an individual, a journalist, who goes to this mansion that belongs to her family after your uncle has died. And when you start going through these rooms, you're trying to figure out why your uncle has died, but the, the mansion, the actual mansion you're in, is haunted. Um, So as you're going through these rooms, you start encountering tomes of your family's history. And anytime you get into a piece of the tome of your family's history, you actually play through the story in a very pre-Assassin's Creed world of somebody from a historical era. Hmm. Playing through these haunted mythical lands and, you know, battling these monsters and ghosts and demons, etc. But the cool thing about it is you have a sanity meter um, instead of the health bar. Yeah, this is what so, I've heard was a really cool thing about this game. That's my favorite part of the game is it does something very unique by having the sanity meter. And if the sanity meter starts to go a haywire, if you will, um, you start to see apparitions. The screen starts to vibrate. The controller will stop working at a point. Oh, fuck. Uh, with- <laughs> Matt, this is a game that I think you should like totally play because of that aspect, because it like things will start changing. On well, you. One of my favorite tricks it plays on you is that it makes it look like the volume is turning up on your TV. And I remember playing that game and being in like a spooky old mansion, and then the volume started increasing, and I like went cold. Like Ugh. my body like froze because I thought there was somebody in the room turning the volume up. <laughs> a deaf Hell ghost. Yes. A deaf ghost. Yeah. <laughs> I can't hear you. I boo. Can you hear me? No, stop it there. <laughs> well, they're not listening. It's fine. <laughs> you but they probably can. Oh, no. Nobody's signing this, the podcast to them, okay? <laughs> you are the worst human I know. <laughs> Thank but, you. Uh, can, I, can I talk more about other uh, tricks it plays? Sure. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So another one that it would do is that you would enter a room and it would start like glitching 
and then it would black screen and then it would say your data has it would bring you back to the start screen and when you click continue it would say there's no data on this memory card so it looked like it had wiped out your memory card data like a, a glitch happened and your memory card got wiped out what the fuck yeah it really like fucked with you in real life it's very psycho mantis of the game oh yeah it is like oh, that psycho mantis yep. metal gear oh, Did, yeah. uh, shout out Love uh, it. <laughs> Brian, do you remember if it did anything like that where it like, read your uh, save files like Psycho Mantis did? No, I don't think it did read the save files, but I still love that Psycho Mantis bit where he reads your save files and he's like, you've been playing Crash Bandicoot? What a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, some of the other tricks it would play on you is like you would just like spontaneously die, be brought mm-hmm. to the game over screen, but then like they'd be like, oh. Oh, every time they got they got out of like one of the like insanity features, they would it would like flash and you'd be back to where you were, and then it, they'd be like, oh, "What was that?" And your insanity meter would go down a little bit. Huh? What what triggers the insanity meter? Just like getting it's, attacked? Hey, it's in, when you're in combat in your past lives, when you're actually getting when you're actually in the mansion itself, and you either fail a puzzle um, or you, you get hurt scary. in the mansion yourself as your main character. Or like uh, if you look at the monsters, your direction is pointed at the monsters for too long. Yeah. Or the monsters are on screen for too long. Or you like, remember that scare at the beginning when you open the bathtub and there's like that dead girl in the bathtub? Spoiler. Oh, shit. Yes. <laughs> it's literally Spoiler first alert. 10 minutes of the game and it is a great scare. Game sounds way too scary. Won't play it. Would love to watch it. I will say, I will say this. If anybody is a Lovecraft fan, this is a great game. Yep. This is a great game for Lovecraft, like that whole mythos, the the space and cosmic terror stuff. It's fantastic. Huh. <laughs> How about that? Yep. Well, very good. Well, I say fuck that game. Sounds too scary. No, thank you. Well, what do you got on your list? What's well, your number three? Our number three was Dead Space, and we already did that. So for oh. the, the sake of time, we'll skip right on to number two with uh, Todd. Oh, wait. you're gonna What? I don't get to do my number three? Oh, no. you didn't do your number three yet? No, baby. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Don't skip that man. He been say he said some profound shit earlier. <laughs> <laughs> hey, recall it. What was that? I don't know. Who cares? Put on my tombstone. Well, no, no, it was a. Uh, and I'm a, I'm gonna probably don't let me forget it. It was when you were talking about the experience that would fade away, you know, and, oh. and having an appreciation for something that you know for future generations might not be able to experience, but you might be able to tell them about. Yeah, it makes it, it makes you uh, feel happy to live in the time you do right now. Um, even though it is the worst time to be alive. Okay, so uh, <laughs> my number three is this game that came out. I, I fear it's going to be on your list. Ooh, I fear it's going to oh, be on I your like list. Oh, I like what you did there. Yeah. Uh, it is so scary. It is so disgusting. It's one of those games I, I, I was playing, and I was like, why did they even go there? Like, why would they even show us this stuff? And that's uh, Outlast. Ah, that was actually Almost on- made my list. <clears throat> Almost. That, yeah. that was on my like, sub list, but it didn't make the cut. So I'll just describe it very quickly. Too scary. It's won't play it. Honestly, it is too scary. I played with my friend Brian and we were like holding hands playing it. <laughs> and I remember at one point, like he would not touch the controller. At one point we were like hiding from this monster and I was sweating. I was physically sweating. And I turned to him and I was just like, can we please stop? <laughs> like it was just, it's that scary. It's, it just came out on Switch. So you can play it on Switch now. Uh, it's on PC, Xbox, all those things. They uh, have a sequel to it. I haven't played the sequel yet, but the DLC is also very scary. So there's no weapons. There's no weapons. That's the main. There's no hook. way to attack. Yeah, the way the game works is that you like break into this insane asylum until like investigate something, <laughs> and um, you basically just have your camera, and you can switch from 
looking through the camera or to night vision. And you use the night vision to like walk around in the dark. But uh, obviously the insane asylum has gotten crazy and the... In- An insane asylum gone crazy? <laughs> yep. The inmates <laughs> have taken over um, and they just do things like they put you in situations that are just terrifying uh, and you can't defend yourself. So you, you mentioned something at the top that I, I... Like you said, they do things where you're like, why did they even show us this? What's like an example of that? Okay. So this is in the DLC whistleblower and it is so gross. So forgive me. There's a character in it called the Groom. Do you know who I'm talking about, Bryant? Yeah. Okay. So he's this guy that in an all male asylum, and he wants to have a wife and kids. Good for so, him. So the asylum, the asylum goes crazy, <laughs> and he, ugh, he kidnaps guys, puts them on a bandsaw, and like cuts their dick off. <laughs> yep. Then then kills other guys, chops them into pieces, and shoves them up cut that's so funny that's fucking hysterical and then makes them give birth (laughs) that's amazing i want to i was gonna say the thing that i remember most about this game was there was just so much digital hanging dong (laughs) just so much yeah at one point you get you get grabbed and you put on the bandsaw and he's like pushing you on the bandsaw and it's just like a straight-on shot of your character's dick i feel like (laughs) you very rarely get to see your own character's dick that is true question how's that dick (laughs) <laughs> i don't remember exactly i think i remember being like uh wanting to show somebody that like horrifying scene and realizing that every video i found online had censored out the dick <laughs> and i was like did i download some like un- like raw game footage it's probably or just a very normal japanese porno <clears throat> no yep. there's rules against showing old penis this would be a time for me to say something like digital titties just to balance that out uh but yeah what were you gonna say uh bryant you said that there was one that you thought i was gonna mention one of the because you go to like different like mini bosses basically um and the groom is one of them yeah the groom was fantastic i was thinking about the mad doctor the mad doctor that you come across and you're just constantly running from the, the psycho yeah, he's so scary. And he also does this thing where he talks very calmly. Like how? So, like, you'll be hiding under a bed or something, and he'll, like, peek down at you, and he'll be like, hey, buddy, there you are. Oh, that sounds nice. And I'm like, oh, get the fuck away from me. Well, don't be an asshole well, to him. He's just wearing, like, a like a lead lab coat. Lab right? coat, no pants, no, no pants. underwear. Yeah, no pants, no underwear. Uh, you just get to see his butt, though, which is the great, <laughs> yeah. the great crime of oh, the... Oh, he's, he's wearing, well, hold on. A, he's hold wearing on. the Johnny. How's that butt, though? You know, I'm going to say that butt is actually pretty bad because it is like all scarred and yeah, that game does not want to, it does not want to titillate you. Yeah. I have this game, refuse to play it. Good thing you have it. I know. I I get these games and I just refuse to play it because I've been traumatized by fucking shit. Anyway, I talked a lot about that. So why don't we move along? All right. So you picked Outlast for your number three. Uh, So now it's going to go to Todd's number Todd's number two. Yeah, I try to keep it short and sweet, man. But to kind of piggyback off you say off of what you said previously, I felt the same. I feel the same kind of experience for this game. As far as I don't know if we'll get a game like this again, and that's Bioshock. Ooh, what a hell um, of a pick! I'm so Bioshock. pissed. I forgot about Bioshock. Hey, man, one of my favorite gaming experiences. Period Absolutely. in life. I mean. From the time you crash into the water to the time that you get into the dystopian utopian idea of this weird ass world and his psychos running around, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, uh, and that, and that's something that I don't think, I don't know how we're going to see that again. I mean, I have hopes for it, but the way that game came together, um, I don't see it happening again. Just that from, 
that RPG element that they harnessed in there and the choices that you had to make, those emotional choices when the big daddy first comes out and you you, you get that that feeling and that thump in your heart when they're going along and you have to make a choice with the with the little girls. I mean, the only down or critical thing I could say out of that masterpiece is, I don't know, maybe the boss was kind of weird to me at the end. You know what I'm saying? I forget but, what the boss was. This is actually a game that I beat. Yeah, surprisingly. Okay, okay. Well, see, I was just about to say that this is a game that did nothing wrong. Like, the story I mean, is perfect. The setting is perfect. The characters are so cool. The only thing I will concede to is that that final boss is, is not even a... It doesn't feel like anything else in that game. What's the final boss? I don't yeah. remember. Fontaine. I don't remember. What is exactly. it? Exactly. Yeah. He, he, he just... He like, he like throws like like lightning balls at you and like uh, like lasers and uh, it's just weird for the game. Yeah, the game's not really about that, right? Where he's using like power. It seems like a uh, almost like a Marvel villain, like okay. shooting like a exactly. colored beam. He combines all the genetic enhancements or whatever that you're given throughout the game, and it's all in one person. And it and you're right. Like I couldn't have made a better comparison. It is. It's more like a Marvel superhero or some shit like that. And through the whole game, it's just such it's, it's such tension and emotional choices. It feels like it naturally makes you make. And the, the environment that's probably oh man that's one of the most immersive environments i've ever been in in a game and for all the things to come together the way they did that's the difficult difficult part that's where the magic for that game comes in todd what did you and think I mean, of the sequel the sequel was great bioshock 2 was excellent as well um well no 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 no, not bioshock 2 you're thinking of infinite i'm thinking of infinite yeah but see and i'm not the infinite fanboy brian's the infinite fanboy you know what i'm saying out of two and three, because I know what happened with the stories and how it started to transition, it, it always makes me harken back and wish for something more like one, though, just I, to be honest. I totally you. agree with you. Even in two, when you play as the Big Daddy, I was like, I kind of don't want to be this powerful. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, right? It, it took a... Right? Yeah. So I have See, a question. Infinite just made me sick. I got a question, Infinite. Todd. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. You go. I got my, my question I, can wait. I was going to say that Infinite had a great story. But the problem that they ruined with Infinite was the combat. The combat was awful in that game. It was just so mediocre compared to the other games. Because my favorite thing about the first two Bioshocks was the ability to enhance your melee mm-hmm. was actually put in the game's development that you basically became invincible. I beat the final boss of the first Bioshock with the wrench. I Ooh, beat the shit out of him. What a great oh, Give him a round of applause. Raise the roof for him. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the, qu- <laughs> the question I have for Todd is, um, you, you mentioned at the top of your going into this was you feel like they, that no game has, can achieve this ever again. Do you, is there a game that you can think of off the top of your head that has, uh, maybe even attempted to do something like that? We happy few. That's the first one I could think of. Off yeah, the top of my that's head. a good guess. But that game kind of bombed. Okay. Oh, did we lose your audio? Thank you for bringing that up. Cause that's what I no, I can, I can hear you. No, yeah. we're good. We're good. Okay. No, no, no. no. That, that was, you just took it out of my brain. And then I, I was going to shoot it back to my partner on that one because that's a game that I didn't get, but I knew he would be down with. So, I mean, how would you compare the experience, bro? Because I know you fucked with it, but I know you were a little bit disappointed in it because maybe, was it an expect, expectation thing for you or what, what did we get? Yeah, I think my thing with We Happy Few where the disappointment came in was I was expecting such uh more morality from the bioshock kind of elements that it was advertising and kind of such the beauty of rapture that i just wasn't encapsulated again and i wasn't taken away to that kind of just bizarre land of moral choices that was bioshock yeah i like we happy few and i've played it a little bit more since we first talked about it on the show 
and I do enjoy it, but it just wasn't that same. It didn't kind of whisk me away and make me want to keep playing it as much. I'm going to agree with Todd that I feel like we'll never get a game like Bioshock again. Yeah. I think we'll get a lot of copycats, but that doesn't mean that they're the same. Right. And we have yeah, a few the, might be a copycat of that. Oh, 100%. Cool. The, the genius was coming from Ken Levine. Like, he was just... Absolutely. Yeah, let's see what he does yeah. with that uh, Twilight Zone movie he's been working on for 10 years. Yes! I want that so bad. Yeah. You know, everybody's gonna die on the set, so... Yeah, well... Matt, what was your question? Do you remember your question, Matt? I asked it. What? It will, was there another game that attempted... Did you listen to what I say? <laughs> yeah, I guess we've been talking about it. You, you, we've say, been it, answering that, his question. That's what led into the We Happy Few whole conversation. You participated in the answering of my question. <laughs> I'm just excited. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, well... Thanks, PWK. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you can't think of another question. You got one question. That's it. I had more questions than you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. See, look at Todd's <laughs> finger. He's pointing at you. He knows that you just fucked up, PWK. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. I don't so, know where we are now. No, it's it's Brian's. Brian's going to be doing his number two. All right, Brian, number two. Yeah, my number two. Um, I'm a huge fan of any sci-fi horror that could possibly be out there. No franchise has done it better than Alien. My number two is Alien Isolation. Oh. All right. I want to argue with you on this. Uh-oh. Fight. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, because okay. I, I played Alien Isolation and I was annoyed by it. But let me hear. Let, really? Let, yeah, you give your case. I'll say mine. Okay. My case for Alien Isolation is I've never come across a game that quite captured the spirit of a franchise as well as Alien Isolation. The terror, the survival mode. Uh, the actual cinematic experience that really became interactive at that point with the way they designed the game, um, the graphic—I mean, it just looked beautiful. To me, it was a beautiful game. They really captured kind of like that Wayland Utani feel that the entire entire Alien franchise, minus Alien Three and Resurrection, have. Um, even including the crap that's come out recently in the past few years. Um, but Alien Isolation, playing as Ellen Ripley's daughter and getting to you know, not only experience the terror of dealing with something as unstoppable as a xenomorph, but also dealing with the terror of the crew and the security that was present, which has always been a big theme of the alien games. It's always been the big corporation versus, you know, the blue collar worker. And I thought that translated really well. I enjoyed the mechanics. I enjoyed the ability to use the flamethrower to bat off the alien when I needed to. And the actual uh, alien tracker that was in the game. I thought that was a really cool thing. Todd, why are you uh, laughing? <laughs> Todd, Todd just started like dying laughing. <laughs> Did something no, just because I know him, I just know him. So when he's saying stuff like batting off the alien and everything, and it has some weird night trap twist to it. Is this the game where you can play as both the soldier and the uh, alien? No. No. That's okay. uh, Colonial Marines. Okay. Yeah, you fucking idiot. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll go fuck <laughs> myself. That sure. sounds good. So while you do that, Fro, I'm going to give my counterpoint. Hey. And uh, that's. Uh, oh my God, he's doing it! Yep, I'm. It's in my ass now. No, <laughs> uh, <laughs> not for nothing. Your, your dick's got to be pretty big to fuck your own ass. No, I figured out how to Real do shit. this without my dick being gigantic. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I tried to compliment you. I guess I bend it. I uh, bend it and get it in. It's David Copperfield of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I like that nickname. Okay, so here's my counterpoint. So basically, I. I agree a lot with what you said, Brian. Um, I think that the setting is perfect. I think that the. Uh, like it feel it feels so authentic, not perfect. I meant to say authentic. Uh, and the graphics are incredible. It really gives you a sense that the xenomorph is nothing to fuck with because you 
see that like one can take out so many people and then you you look and you can see that they, uh, if, when there's a second one, you're just like, oh my God, two? How the hell am I going to deal with this? My problem is that it became so redundant. You just walked around twisting valves and then you just went around collecting pieces. Then, you know, you had like, there were these kills that would like uh, these random kills that would happen to you where a xenomorph would like pull you out of a vent or something. Uh, pull, uh, it would be an event and it would pull you out. And I, there was like no way to know it was going to happen. And then the last part of that, like the last section of that game is basically run and gun. Uh, and then you run out of am- ammunition and then you're just randomly killed for seemingly no reason. And uh, it felt like, oh, I got to get like, another blue key to unlock this gate and restore this power. It just felt like they kind of ran out of ideas towards the end. And the game's pretty short. And also BWK wrote down uh, that you suck. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. No, I will actually concede a couple of points there. I felt like an hour of that game could have been cut out when yeah. I played it. Mm-hmm. My big thing about it was just why it translated so well for me is just Alien was one of the first horror movies that I saw yeah, unexpectedly as a kid. You know, staying up at night, I had a TV in my room. We had stars and they showed it one night. It freaked me the fuck out. And I was addicted from that point on, mm. uh, just in the entire Alien franchise. It became one of my you know, favorite sci-fi franchises. Well, you're not wrong now. about that. The Alien franchise is awesome. So yeah, And, and you're not well wrong about Isolation here. either. Isolation's but a I great could, game. I could say that you know, an hour of that game could have easily been cut out and it would have been fun. And it's only five hours. Yeah. And I think my, <laughs> my other perspective of it, too, is that I got uh, it for got $5 you. on sale. There you go. Oh, okay. I spent 50 bucks <laughs> so, on it. <laughs> that's so what you're bitter about. Been, I would have been pissed if I would have had to spend $50. I promise you. $5, though, and it's been free for a long time now. Yeah. That's why you don't buy games right away. That's the secret I learned. Wait. No, you got to be part of the conversation, babe. No way. Uh, you're not wrong to put that on your list. It A lot of the points you made are absolutely true. I just... I think that, like I said, that that last hour is like, okay. Do you hate him or do you not hate him? <laughs> no, remember we're gonna hug after this. Maybe, maybe, maybe even kiss. My plan is not working. <laughs> okay, right. so Alien Isolation, uh, Brian's number two. Now we're gonna go to our number two, Matt. You can take this one right away. Oh yeah, baby. Uh, so our number two, Fro and myself, but this is very much. This was my number one, and I think it's gonna be very obvious to. Almost anyone who listens to the show or knows me at all, but my number one horror game is Friday the 13th for the original Nintendo. That game <laughs> fucking rules so hard. I'm getting claps from the Skip the Tutorial guys. Yeah, man. Good choice, bro. Oh, now you want them on your side. <laughs> no, hold on. Let me finish that. I'm getting That's some claps choice. from the Skip the Tutorial guys that I don't fucking need <laughs> because they are my sworn enemies, even though I appreciate the claps, but to keep this gimmick alive... You two can go straight to hell. I don't need your support. I feel like Brian's about to show you something. Brian, are you are you gearing up? No, 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 no. I I sometimes just open Blu-rays. I haven't opened in the last two years when I'm sitting here. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, a, he, he he opened an early one. He opened one earlier. You didn't see it. What a weird ass thing. Oh, Hocus Pocus. Oh, no, man. Oh, cute. Hey, Come that's on, like, that I takes place on the street. Man, this is the first time we get a chance to do something on a good show, and here you go. With the Hocus Pocus. <laughs> Come on, man. Hocus Pocus. Hey, hey, this is this a, this make is it a better? good thing. Oh, yeah, Golden Girls, baby. You know what? I actually, thought I saw actually, the Golden actually, Girls in, in your hand That's earlier. what he was opening earlier. Hey, just a real quick, Todd. Um, yes, the sir. Hocus Pocus was filmed uh, not too far from here, so it's actually kind of like a... 
local thing for us. It's a local thing for us. Am I gonna oh, have no, to? That's cool though, man. Am no, gonna... Hocus Pocus is a, a classic, <laughs> especially around this time of year, man. I, I mean, I like the movie. It's just the fact that Brian's a grown man right now. And we're talking about <laughs> <some> other shit. <laughs> but I didn't know that, man. It, that, that's some. That's dope. Okay. Right. Matt, Matt, what do you got? Matt, you, you want to talk about your game or I'm what? I'm going to mute everybody in this goddamn show <laughs> so I can talk about the greatest horror game ever made, Friday the 13th, for the original Nintendo. Uh, so here's the deal with this game. It's great. It sucks. The soundtrack is so good. Fro, you shut that goddamn dirty mouth of yours. It's shut. Um, <laughs> Sorry, sir. <laughs> so Sorry, master. I played... Whoa, BWK. <laughs> no, he's right. My God. Um... That's not a black thing. Yeah, that was definitely a black thing. <laughs> Todd, bro, you're not alone today, bro. Thank you. There's two of us. We not will. Alone. You're not alone there today, will be, brother. There will be an hey, uprising. I, oh no! Wait, wait, wait! I'm sorry. I know we can. I hate to cut you off. Let me see that tat. Which one? I think the face. Who is that? Uh, I'll get a good shot of it later for you. But why don't you All tell right, him what man. it is? No, I want to see if you can figure it out later on. No, that's Fine. boring radio. Just te- just tell him so we can talk about it. Fine, it's Zangief. I got a Street Fighter sleeve. Oh, that's dope, bro. Okay, my fault. Yeah, I thought I couldn't quite clear, but it, it, it's coming. So just so I'm clear, BWK and Bryant are best friends. Todd and Fro are best friends. <laughs> I have no one, and I don't need anybody. I, I brought it up earlier that you had no friends, and then you got so mad at me. I don't need friends. I got Friday the 13th for Nintendo. <laughs> let's talk about it. Mute everybody, and let's talk about it. I'm gonna in a he, goddamn he, second. Don't mute me. You won't. All right, enough. So Friday the 13th. Uh, when I was a kid, um, the music of this game scared me very, very much, and I, I don't, I don't know why at the time. Pull it up. Uh, well, I'm talking, and I can't do two things at once, so we'll just have. I'll put it up. I'll put it up. I'll pull it up later. So, but this was very much a game when I was a child that I had no fucking clue what the hell I was doing. It's it very much. Thank you very much. Oh God, it oh, is great music. So good. It is great music. Um, I love the color schemes for it. I collect anything and everything 8-Bit Jason I can get my fucking hands on. Um, so, but going back to the part of not knowing what to do, I liked the game as a kid. I didn't fully appreciate it till I was uh, an adult. Now, the thing about the game is there's no way to know what to do. It doesn't tell you what to do really kind of anywhere. So the thing about it is if you don't know how to play this game, you think it sucks. A lot of people hate this game because they don't understand the game. Because, as I mentioned, there's, there's no... It skips the tutorial. <laughs> <laughs> Titular line. Um, he really does want them on his side. Uh, no, I don't. The <laughs> So, one of the things you have to do is you have to go around. And you're, you play as one of uh, five camp counselors and they all kind of have a little bit different um, attributes. One's so, fast, one jumps high. I can speak for my fucking self, BWK. <laughs> okay. Um, thought people might want to hear other voices. Never. You hear this bassy radio voice? This is perfect right here. Everyone in their in their goddamn cars like they want to sit on their subwoofer while I while I speak. <laughs> all right. Um but BWK BWK is right. Um, those are some of the attributes that they have. And you go around, and Jason Voorhees comes out of nowhere at any given time. And you have to save these camp, uh, the the campers. You have to save the campers. And you have a counter in, like, the top right corner of, like, how many campers are left. And out of nowhere, it'll just say, you know, you the music will change, change, and you know Jason is on his way. And pretty much what's happening is he is in one of the cabins on the map. And the counter 
is going down. And it's like children, right? right? It's representing the children being slaughtered <laughs> that you need to get to to stop him from slaughtering the children. Uh, uh, one thing that this game did that was my first experience was the perspective and the way you moved around, which is kind of kind of like, uh, I don't know if another game did this before that. It very well could have, but at least for me, this was the first game that kind of had that like first-person view and switching of rooms, and just the way it did it as far as what the Nintendo was capable of, it was done really well because... It's like hard turns. Yeah, it's hard turns, but yeah. you you knew where you were. Even in like a cabin, you knew where you were, which I think is pretty pretty amazing. Um, and you would do like a hard turn and all of a sudden be like, ah, Jason! And then you had to like dodge and duck and all these things. Um, and the game was just a ton of fun. I play this game whenever I have... A, few, like a couple minutes to spare because I just love jumping in. I just love everything about this game. I love the aesthetics. I love the music. Now that I know how to play, um, it's so much fun. You got to light the campfires. There's a whole bunch of steps you have to do in order to beat this game. You have to go find uh, Mrs. Voorhees' sweater in the cave, which is a fucking pain in the ass because <laughs> there's no map of the cave. It's just darkness for the most part. And you're like, well, fuck. And you, you go in that cave and you don't know, you don't remember where you went. And the game's over. You're not getting out of that fucking cave. You're like literally lost in that cave. Um, so now let's open it up. Does anybody else uh, play this game or a fan of this game in any capacity at all? I will say that is an excellent choice. I Thank love you. this game. I've always thought it was underrated. Um, it always gets shit on. And I think you're right. It gets shit on because people don't know how to play it. Right. And once you figure out how to play it, I mean, that the color scheme of the Jason is a classic. It looks great. The music is excellent. I do think it has some fun mechanics. Um, as far as the first person stuff is concerned, too, it did very well with that when a lot of the older school first person attempts like the old D&D gold disc games. Oh, wow. Would oftentimes, you know, be very clunky and you'd get lost very easily. But I just have to commend you for your pick, man. That was fantastic. Thank you very much. You're still my enemy, but I appreciate the kind <laughs> words. Uh, oh, man, let's, let's, let's draw the Confederate line right here. So you can tell they're from the North, Brian. He says <laughs> words correctly, like attributes. Attributes, he said. I heard him. He said, it, uh, he, he said it correctly. That's right. <laughs> Our enemies. That's so funny. Uh, this game, this game. Uh, I'm one of those people who has no idea how to play it. So uh, it was always a frustrating game to me. So I've always like, eh, this game kind of sucks. But like, I've watched Matt play it, and I'm like, Oh, he knows what he's doing. And I think I get it now. I'm fucking bad at it, but I can appreciate this game way more. And there's some, there's like some parts of it where it's like the, the further you go on in the game, the harder Jason gets. He gets progressively faster. He's, his patterns change throughout the game. You know, it's, it's a Nintendo game, so it's very pattern heavy. Um, and then there's like moments when you're just walking down the fucking path and he just sprints across the screen. <laughs> there's no, there's no warning. It just happens. It's like, you know, I, the original jump scare, but that sucks because you're like, you're doing so well. You're like, oh my God, I'm doing, I, I might beat this game. And then it's like, oh, I'm dead. That was my last camper and I'm fucked. Have you ever beat the game? Yes, I beat it once. I uh, beat it once straight up. Nice. Only one time. And then everything else was save states emulators? Yes. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever beat it, Brian? Yeah, only using save states though. It's, that is, it's hard, man. It's yeah. a hard game. It's one of the only games I've ever like went very much out of my way to be like, I want to beat this straight up how it was intended to. 
And it took many a try and a lot of time. Some might say wasted time. I wouldn't, but others would. <laughs> uh, but that's our that's our number two. Does anybody else want to say anything else about the greatest game ever made, even though we have one more to go on our own list? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, cool. So, uh, BWK, what's your number two? Okay, my number two is such a classic. It's, it's like a boring pick. Oh, great. I can't wait to hear it. And it's Silent Hill 2. Two specifically, uh, two the good one in the the gr- best one in the series. <laughs> I I think so too. Yeah. So Silent Hill Two is you play a man who gets a letter from his dead wife saying meet me in Silent Hill, and then you go you go to Silent Hill, this old town, and then it's just creepy shit starts happening. The story is like very s- strange. Like people seem to like come into your life and leave your life in very like weird ways, or leave their own lives, I should say. Um, and it's uh, there's you know all the freaky monsters and stuff that you get that you're used to in the silent hill games it was one of the first games i ever played where i was just like holy shit (laughs) what are they doing to me right now because you would play the game and you would just think like i'm doing something bad like this is like this is wrong for me to like see these things and hear people talk this way i feel like the silent hill games at least the original ones were definitely psychological oh definitely way more than like a horror game do you know what I mean? Well, I think they were horror because of, they were psychological horror. As opposed to like, you know, Resident Evil, which is a horror game. There's not much psychologically. It's fucking you up mentally. Yeah. These games. Yep. Mm-hmm. So uh, another and, reason why I stayed away from it, because I can't handle that. Yeah. And I remember I played. So I, I like my best friend in high school was like babysitting his niece. I thought you were going to say he was, he was babysitting you. No, no, no. He, oh, no. <laughs> what the hell? That wasn't your best friend. <laughs> <laughs> that was your babysitter. Uh, my my best friend in high school was babysitting his nephew, and we rented um, Silent Hill 2, and we were playing it, and his nephew was like 10 or something at the time, and uh, he was so scared, and it was just like really fun to like watch people be like real scared, because I had already played through it once, mm. and it was just like... I get to like watch how people get scared at this this game, but it really fucks you up. It makes you feel like you're breaking. Like I don't know. I felt like uh, if there's a hell, I'm going there for sure now. So, so what was like one moment in the game? What was like one of the first times you were that you remember feeling that way? Well, a lot of a lot of the game, but there's this one moment in particular that stands out, which is like you get this VHS tape early on in the game. And then toward the end of the game, you find a, a DV, like a VHS player. Is this, is this the whole concept of the game? What do you mean? It's like a can of tuna fish without the can opener. <laughs> <laughs> so you uh, you put it in the the. Uh, this is a spoiler for Silent Hill Two, like pretty big spoiler. It's an old ass game. It's fine. Yeah, but when you put the the VHS tape in, and totally optional by the way, you don't need to do it. Oh, okay. When you put the VHS tape in the VHS player, it plays a clip of your wife, and she's sick in a like bed, and she's in a hospital bed, and you strangle her to death, and you kill her. And the whole game, you thought that this guy was, like, the good guy, like, looking for his estranged wife and stuff like that. But in reality, he's, like, he's a murderer, and he murdered his wife. But did he do it out of mercy because she was sick? Yeah. They, they... <laughs> That's Sorry our, about that. our jump scare. <laughs> That's okay. That was, that was planned. <laughs> Stop it. Sorry about that. That's my dogs. They're saying hi today to everybody else. Um, so anyway, that's that moment made me feel like shit. Huh. Anybody have anything else to say? Uh, no, yes. I've, I've never killed my wife. So Brian has something to say. Yeah, this, this, this is not only a fantastic pick. It has one of the greatest secret endings to a video game in history. I know what you're going to talk about. Did you about. ever get the secret ending? The UFO one? 
Yes. No. <laughs> you have oh, to play that. It's so good. You have to play that it's... game in such a weird way to get that ending. <laughs> well, we went through it once to do that. Um, so the secret ending for anybody who doesn't know is once you get to the end of the game, you get a dog key. Um, if you've played it in a very specific pattern, you go into a secret room where you see that a dog named Mira has been controlling all the events that have occurred to you during the course of the game. Okay. Yeah. That's so apropos for you to bring up a dog and then have the dog. You can- <laughs> <coughs> um, anyway, let's, let's move on. Uh, Todd, what's your, amazing. what's your number two? Oh, he, this is going to be number one. Yeah, this is number one. So we're oh, about to, we gotta, yeah. Wait, Todd, what were you about to say? You got something to say on Silent Hill? I, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> nah, um, yeah. <laughs> All right, so number one. Wait, hold on. Before you do your number one, hold on. We got to do a little bit of uh, cleaning up real quick. This is the part of the show where we plug our stuff. <laughs> so if you like the sh- uh, show, support the show, you can go to patreon.com and you can support Top 5 of Death. Uh, at any level you want to, if you, if you support at $5 or more, you can send your, uh, you can send me your phone number if you feel like it. And uh, we will... We will call you at random uh, to be on our other uh, our bonus show that is for patrons. It's actually for everyone, but it's called What's Goofin'? So pretty much we'll call you up and ask you what's goofing. And we have a nice little conversation. We'll get to know you. You can ask us questions, and we have a, a grand old time. And also, go to makefun.network. Go to Facebook. Look up the Make Fun Network on Facebook, where you can then vote on the list that you agree with the most. If you're a fan of the top five, you have to vote for one of us hmm. unless you really agree with one of the other two. Uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll call them um, intruders. Nazis. Oh, intruders. I was going to call them Nazis. Nazis. That's fine. I'm really trying to paint them in the worst picture I can. Um, I appreciate that you said that. It's <laughs> a clear thing on this show. Right. Thank you. Actually, I've never been so happy to be insulted. I apologize. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, but go to Facebook.com. Look up the Make Fun Network, and you can vote for whatever list you agree with the most. And those are our plugs. Uh, so please plug your show for people who are unfamiliar from the from the top five side. Where do we get it? Where do we get it? How, tell us all about it. Yeah, you can find Skip the Tutorial. We're on iTunes, uh, primarily Anchor.fm. You can find us uh, just by searching out Skip the Tutorial. Uh, you can also hit us up at Facebook.com backslash Skip the Tutorial Pod. We're on Twitter at stt underscore pod. We're on Instagram at Instagram.com backslash skip the tutorial pod. And as usual, if you want to reach out to us, you can hit us up at skip the tutorial podcast at gmail.com. We also have a Discord server, and those will always be in our show notes, that link to get it hooked up to that Discord. Hell yeah. yeah. Man, join the tribe, man. Fuck with us. You know what I'm talking about? Especially that anchor thing, man. That's that's the easiest way for us to see you right now. You know, and it's an easy way for you to support. So uh yeah. Hell yeah. Great. Well, now that we've we've done our due diligence in promoting ourselves, Todd, what is your number one? Last of Us. And Last I us. struggled with this. Okay, how come? Simply because I didn't, I mean, horror experience, I was like, okay, maybe that's, that's just like too obvious in a way. And is this really a horror game? But I mean, it truly is a survival horror. And it's a masterpiece in the storytelling. And I always have a trouble with it, honestly, because some of the enemies are named Clickers. And I have an issue with that for some reason. I know I shouldn't, <laughs> but it's just too close. It's like cheesecake. Like cheese and cake don't go together. I know it's delicious, but in my mind, it's fucked up. So every time I hear clickers, I have a problem with it. Oh, that's so but funny. As far as Last of Us, this is true. I talk, That's why it never makes a list. It finally made a number one on my list. And I know it like makes Brian's teeth grit because he loves this fucking game. And I'm like, nope, it has clickers in it. I can't fuck with it, even though it's great. But... 
for this list, for this game, for the horror experience, it has got to be on my number one. Not only for the masterpiece and the storytelling, it came at the tail end of the PS3 life cycle, pushed the system as far as it can go, like like Sony's known to do. And really, the AI in it was was impressive to me. That was a difficult technical factor that a lot of games have problems with. They The game can be look great, run smooth, but if the AI is just bunky and fucked up like it, it could take you out of the immersive experience and in this game i mean i don't know man it's, it's one of the top games period for me too like these last two games plus the new last of us looks pretty cool and and the way they made ella super gay is like really dope the way i'm looking at it and i can't wait to see that one too so i'm kind of looking in the future on that one as well but uh yeah i'm, I'm simple, with man. you on so much last of what of you just said last of us like pulled the rug out from underneath me I had no idea it was going to be that, like, kind of profound. The storytelling is yep. literally profound. Like, it talks about humanity in a way that is very believable. There's a moment at the end of that game, which I will not spoil. There's a moment at the beginning of that game that I don't want to spoil. You know, the opening sequence uh, that just, like, immediately hits, like, up. It hits you right away. You know what you're getting into. And then at the end, there's a choice that your character has to make that it forces you to make it a certain way. And you yeah. know you don't want to do that, but you know why the character does it. And it's just, uh, that that game is a masterpiece. I totally agree with everything you said. The game also takes place in Boston, so, you know. we got now, Is that true? There, man. Ain't, that, ain't that weird how the universe works? I, <laughs> I forgot about it. I'm, damn. Focus, focus, and last of us. <laughs> Our two claims of fame. <laughs> no. Many, many more. I and Fallout, too, that? right? One Departed. of the games. I like that movie. That was a good one. Yep. Departed's great. Um, yep. Last of Us, I started playing it. It was free on the PlayStation Store. Um, I wasn't too afraid of it, which was cool. Uh, but I, I I just stopped playing it because it's it's one of those games where you can either play stealthily or not. And if I play a game that's super stealthy, I usually end up falling off because I am never attempting to get detected and I do the same fucking room over and over and over again because I'm awful at being stealthy and fucking clickers, uh, no offense, uh, <laughs> they start attacking me and I usually die and I'm like, fuck this goddamn game. I can't do it anymore. So unfortunately- the AI, man. I can dig it though. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But Last of Us, usually it's on a list of like the greatest video game of all time uh, because of, you know, gameplay, story, everything. This game just has it. Yeah, it's a game I it's it's one of those games where I I feel like I missed it. No, 10 minutes in, you'll feel like you no, you have not missed it. I mean like I just feel like I've 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 missed the train to get on this game. You haven't. I feel like the train the train left 2 days ago and I'm just packing my bags. And I am just going to be really firm in what I'm saying, <laughs> which is you have not missed the train. Start it. Ten minutes in, you'll you'll not want. To I put feel down. like my name is Kevin McAllister. The night before, I wished that my family would leave, <laughs> and then I woke up and they were gone because they went on a plane, and I missed it. Okay, allow me to be your <laughs> shovelman and tell you that I'm here to protect you and tell you that you have not missed this train. Okay, I feel like uh, I'm Michael Douglas from Stan, uh, that movie where he gets pissed off, and I just missed Breakfast. Okay, what movie you're talking about falling down. Falling down. I wanted to say standing up. <laughs> <laughs> you know that movie when he gets mad standing up for himself <laughs> you did start to say standing i'm such an idiot anyway um, you are dumb just to recap you have not missed it all right get fair. 10 minutes in you'll love it <laughs> all right so last of us todd's number one that's a great pick uh brian give no. us your number one numero uno 
Yeah, my number one is um, actually responsible for games like Bioshock. Uh, without this game, you would not have a Bioshock series. You would not have the philosophical questions brought forth by Bioshock. And that seems to be Ken Levine's ultimate goal is to explore the idea of morality in the human mind uh, through video games. My number one is System Shock 2 from 1999. Mm. System Shock 2. This is the if predecessor anybody, to Bioshock, right? Essentially? Yes. Yeah, this is the predecessor to Bioshock. If anybody were to ask me what my favorite game of all time w- was, which is such a hard thing to, to nail down, it would be System Shock 2. So not just horror game, but overall, it's probably my favorite game of all time. I've beaten it. I must be going on 14 or 15 goes. Jesus at Christ. This I've never heard of this game, and I didn't even know that Bioshock had kind of like a predecessor. So I'm very interested to hear more about it. So System Shock 2, you actually play a soldier who wakes up on a ship known as the Von Braun um, with amnesia. You're the sur- sole survivor at this point. Midway through the game, you do get contacted by another survivor. So Bioshock's actual opening and intros take a lot from System Shock 2. Um, throughout the game, you come across this AI that's taken over the ship named the Shodan. And AI, the Shodan, is actually trying to reproduce itself. So it's trying to create more AI, and it takes over the dead on the ship in order to attack you and keep you kind of uh, segmented and try to kill you before you try to take it out. Uh, A lot of this game, though, deals, very thematically speaking, it deals with artificial intelligence, what it means to actually be alive, um, the idea of creation, um, the idea of, you know, creating this the, the human scope, if you will, or the human drive to try to create something better than itself and that thing turning against them. A lot of that's being talked in the news lately. Um, you've got guys like uh, uh, Todd, help me out. What's the guy who created Tesla? Uh, Elon Musk. Elon Musk and the opposite side, Lex Friedman. I, I was just watching a couple of shows with them on it. Man. Sure you yeah, were. AI conversation is good. Yeah. Yes. You've got that going on right now. And a lot of this deals with that. And it deals with the philosophy behind the idea of creation. Um, the game also kind of shines though, because it takes these very complicated action RPG elements, boils them down to kind of this basic interface that really works. It feels a little bit more complicated, especially compared to today's games. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have elements that did go over to Bioshock. You're, you're, you've actually been implanted with a cyber neural interface that you can uh, upgrade and get more abilities. And some of those abilities include healing. Some of those abilities include paralysis against your enemies, hmm. um, shock, etc. It's got one of the greatest twists in a game um, that I've, I've seen in a long time. And you really do come down to making a morality decision at the very end of the game of whether or not to completely destroy Shonan, which is kind of this, it's looked upon as this crowning achievement of humanity in the game. You can see where when they created it, everybody was extremely proud that it was created. Huh. I, Th- this I've game never heard is, of it. This game is like uh, very well-renowned, so you're right to put it at your top spot. Uh, I've never gotten around to playing it, so I feel like I don't have an opinion at all. But I love Ken Levine, and I should probably, I should probably check it out. It's his first game, right? Yeah. Um, this was one of his first major games as a head. So he was the head designer of this game. Mm-hmm. Um, he had been working in the gaming industry for a little bit, doing odd jobs here and there. Uh, but this was kind of one of the very first games that really featured his style and his name. Um, and the thing is, is I recommend anybody to play it. You can get it at GOG. You can get it on Steam. It's nine ninety nine. It's worth it. I will say this, the control interface with it 
Um, it seems like a little bit complicated. It takes probably a good hour to get used to, but once you get used to it, it's worth it. Uh, like you were talking about earlier with sound design, this game has excellent sound design. Very creepy. You hear the breathing uh, of the zombies com- as they're coming at you. Didn't a fan community just uh, like remaster this game? The fan community did? Yeah, they re- they actually did the remaster of the first System Shock. Oh, okay. um, system- Yeah, System Shock 2 remake is actually being planned um, to be released as well. Hmm. Um, I believe, let me check myself on that. Yes. So System Shock 2. Uh, <laughs> you System checked Shock yourself the so quickly. Planning System Shock. <laughs> he checked himself so quickly. He's like, oh, let me check. Oh, yep. <laughs> like, well, they're, they're professionals on this as far as video game information. Uh, anyway, very cool oh, pick. Anybody have anything else to add about that? No, because I've never played it. I just see this. I see this on so many lists of either horror games or just like great games because it is a Bioshock predecessor. Yeah, that's what I was saying. It's so revered. Hell yeah. All right, so Fro, our number one. Yeah, you want to say it on three? Wait, but I'm very excited to hear this because I thought for sure your number one was going to be Friday the 13th. It was my number one. Oh, so this is Fro's number one. No, no. it's not. It's just both of us were like, yes, this By game's fucking great. our powers combined, okay. this is our number one. Say it on three. All right, so okay, one. Okay, ready? One, two, two three. three. Zombies, Zombies ate my neighbors. neighbors. Yay! <laughs> Excellent. That was just on my SNES list. That's so good. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, Last episode. Crazy. Hell yeah. So, Zombies Ate My Neighbors. This is uh, a great multiplayer game, One uh, two-player game. Uh, this is you're these two kids who have generally a, a squirt gun, but a bunch of, a bunch of different uh, weapons. And it's you attempting to find all your neighbors or just civilians in this town run amok with all these monsters. Matt, keep go. It's a fun game, and I like it. <laughs> Do you know the uh, password to get directly to Dr. Tongue's castle? No, I'm not a pussy and use passwords, okay? Yeah, dick. I, I, I attempt to get there, and I just can't do it because the game's too fucking hard. <laughs> so, yeah. The BKVR. Ga- the game is great. One of my favorite things about this game is the, the aesthetics of it. I love the cartoony style to it. It's very it's very reminiscent of like like a 90s you know, just B-movie. just that look, just that 90s cartoon look. And I fucking love that so much. Another thing I really like about it is the, the, um, it's not a, it's not a top down. I don't even know how you would describe it. Asymmetric. It's weird. Like kind of I- at an angle. Isometric. Is it isometric? Yeah. Something. So it's an isometric game. Um, and it's, uh, the storyline is, is very, it's, it's not too much to it. It's just, <laughs> shit's happening right shit's happening and you gotta save your neighbors and it's the the weapons are great so fro mentioned that they're squirt guns with uh, the holy water i'm assuming yeah the holy water soda can soda can grenades uh creamsicles forks and knives plates uh weed whacker clown punching bag yeah you set up dummies <laughs> or items. just these clowns so this game has also kind of the sound aspect uh as well which this game's just frantic so Half the time you're like fuck, fuck, because you'll have this little doll that's on fire. But there's Such like a ten of them. Multiplayer game for that reason, right? Uh, but then all of a sudden you have you have the uh, this chainsaw going off in the background, and you're like fuck. Those chainsaw guys scare the hell and out of me. And the Jason c- characters are like running around and breaking down fucking walls, and then all of a sudden you have and then they're coming at you, and they're so hard to kill. Yeah, you got to throw down your clown. And attempt to fucking bazooka them generally right. in order to really kill them, and it's just like frantic. And then you're trying to find these fucking people. You got to find all of them before they all die in order to get as many points as you can. 
and then that little portal opens up, and then you keep going. Yeah, and get the fuck out and of it. Each a- level's like a new B movie, so it's like there's a, there. I'm trying to remember some of them. Like I, the fifty foot baby, Attack of the Fifty Foot Baby. Yeah, yep. uh, the mall. The, yeah, the um, chopping mall. Chopping, chopping mall. mall. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but this game just like, it fucking hit. When it first came out, I was like, this game's amazing. But I was an only child, so I played by myself, so it was very hard. Yeah, no one wanted to make that mistake twice. <clears throat> Excuse me? What? Excuse me? <laughs> Say it again. I said no one wanted to make that mistake twice. Aww. You're a mistake. Aw. Jeez. Don't make me spell it out Aww, for you. It is. It's fucked up. <laughs> Everyone versus me. You know what? Todd's my new brother. Good. Fine. Hey, brother. Look. <laughs> this is the first. This is the first time I've ever had a, uh, another black person on the show, so I kind of feel nice. We're ever met man, one. Man, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, yeah, but zombies ain't my neighbors. We've we've talked about it on this show before. Uh, go listen to the last episode of Skip the Tutorial because apparently they talk about it there as well. Hell yeah! And the soundtrack for the game is fucking amazing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's really cool. I'm gonna, uh, I'm, uh, I'm gonna get uh, Zombies at My Neighbors tattoo as well. So yeah, throw just the side of that when we were talking oh. earlier. Well, I got so amped on it, I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna get a tattoo," and I'm in a tattoo phase again. I was a uh, Zeke. For, yeah. for Halloween a and couple years ago. BWK was the uh, the male character for Halloween, and his fucking costume was amazing. Thank you. I, I loved also, it. I brought it to PAX, and uh, it was warmly received. Yeah. I meant to say <laughs> uh, it was barely received. Yeah, people are like, who are you? <laughs> yeah. You know why? Because you weren't, you weren't dressed up like a Fortnite character. Yeah, exactly. Are you Kid Vid from the BK Kids Club? I, <laughs> I honestly got Kid Vid like twice. Good for them. And I was like, that's a deep pull too. Yeah. But yeah, that's our that's our number one is uh, Zombies Ate My Neighbors. It's a great game. If you've never played it, you got to get it. All right. Let me do my number one. They right. made a sequel too. Yeah. yeah Ghoul, Ghoul Squad. Pa- Ghoul Patrol. Ghoul Patrol. Yeah. Ghoul Squad. Ghoul Patrol. Yeah. All right. I'll go fuck myself. Yeah. Thank you. So uh, <laughs> while he does that, I'm going to give my number one. Oh my God. He's doing oh, it. You can hear it. <laughs> oh, wow. So gross. Yeah. So wet. Okay. That's anyway. kind of impressive, though. Really. <laughs> Welcome to Boston, eh? <laughs> <laughs> so here's my number one with a caveat. Okay, so I um, thought I had my list memorized. I got my one and my two mixed up, but that's pretty fine. It's okay. Nobody yeah, cares. It's okay. So my number one is actually my number two. Disqualified. So Silent Hill 2 is probably my number one. My number two would be Resident Evil 4. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty shock excellent choice that no one has said yeah, a resident um, evil yet i figured resident evil is going to be on somebody's list at least the first one because this is kind of yeah. at least it kind of re-jump-started the whole sure. horror genre yeah so let me explain so resident evil one was the first game i ever like horror game i ever remember playing right and i remember being so scared of it and i would like sneak downstairs and watch my older brother play it but like i was around the corner yeah. Um. And then it, just imagine those graphics and being scared by them today. I know. <laughs> I think I, so. Resident <laughs> Evil. It yes scared the fuck out of me. Uh, that dog that breaks that window right out of the gate. Classic. I'm like, nope, fuck this game. No, thank you. Or actually, at the time, I was probably like, nope, poop with this game. No fun. Not happening. <laughs> okay. Um. But that game sucks ass. Those tank controls are the worst <laughs> things ever. So let me also it's, go ahead. I couldn't agree with you guys more. Okay. First off. This list was that was the hardest thing about making this list, keeping Resident Evil one off of it for. But for every reason that you said, I almost put it in its own kind of genre because it spun off these any kind of horror games for me, period. Almost like on a lot of lists I I have, like Mortal Kombat's never on my list. I always put it in its own section (laughs) because of 
the scary feeling that I got and the horror and it really gave me jump scares, but it hasn't really aged well either. No, it's exactly. not. Yeah. And the controls never got it for me. So it's one of those things I still keep it in its own little glass bottle that I like to look at and be like, damn, that did spook me out. But that's the reason why I didn't make my list. But it's definitely an excellent choice. And I'm so glad you said something about so, Resident Evil, period, because it took the pressure off. Because you wouldn't have Silent Hill without Resident Evil. Right. Yeah. And Resident, there you go. Resident Evil 4 is actually my pick. Uh, Which one's that one? Is that the first one where they changed the view? That's the one with Leon uh, for the GameCube. Yeah. Okay, so that's the first one they changed yeah, the view yeah, big yeah. time. Yeah, yeah okay. you're right. Yeah. So uh, that's my actual pick. But really quickly about Resident Evil 1, uh, it was a game that scared me so much. And I was always just like fascinated with whatever scared me when I was younger. So if something scared me, I became like obsessed with it. I needed to know everything. So I've just been following this series forever. Resident Evil 4 came out on the GameCube, and it was... It blew the doors off of that series. It totally reinvented it. What happened to the doors? Well, they were loose. Oh, okay. Um, and it was it was a big gust, a big gust of wind. So, uh, but a, like but a well. Jim Morrison died. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so this game uh, had like hordes of zombies coming at you, and you had to find ways to like avoid them and take them out. There's an opening sequence in that game that everyone's familiar with. That you're just like putting up ladders and climbing on roofs and then jumping in through windows and stuff. It really brought this action to it. But it stayed really scary. So there were also a lot of really quiet parts where you'd be walking around and things would jump out at you. Uh, it didn't stay in one singular, singular location. It brought you all around this like wooded area. It was really beautiful at the time. What are you buying? What are you selling? Exactly. Yeah. My fucking favorite guy, though. I loved him. I remember being <laughs> excited to just organize my inventory i'll buy that at a high price <laughs> what a bad barter <laughs> like i would just be like oh i could like thinking of like how to like arrange my inventory like you know the gun goes here so that the herbs can go here do they still have that in four they uh, they basically yeah they had that in four well like one it's just like holy when, shit i gotta turn the shotgun sideways i can only put this plant here when did they get rid of that i don't know that's also that mechanic is also fucking dog shit no i like it. it holy crap it taps into that like part of my brain that wants to just like organize shit well i guess it kind of makes it so you're limited yeah makes it kind of more real but fuck those Which games adds to the suspense but i i feel you just the actual practical use of it it just it did feel a little bit clunky to so me. i guess funny. i'll eat these herbs now because i'm gonna need this shotgun later yeah it's a risk reward take what you can but like know that you if you leave good shit behind like they would have those like incendiary rounds yeah and I'm like, yeah, right. I'm not going to carry those around. I barely ever have a shotgun. Anyway. Yeah, so. I'm just collecting herbs. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Uh, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Resident Evil 4 <laughs> is fucking great. And they just announced it's coming to Switch. So. They, they did just <clears throat> announce that. Yeah. Well, I guess that's our our lists and our shows. Yeah. Um, we, we can't check in with the fun butts, right? We've gone no, too long. I didn't put it up for yeah. the fun butts. That's what we call it. So, so just for reference, the, uh, the skip to tutorial guys reference their fan base as the tribe. We call our fan base, the fun butts. Um, <laughs> so I like it. Love it. It's really love stupid it, yeah. when you kind of compare it to the tribe. Like theirs makes sense, but it's like ours is the fun butts. No, the fun butts. <laughs> you don't, you don't mess around with the fun butts. I, yeah, I know. I appreciate the fun butts, but when you compare the two, you're like ours sounds fucking stupid. No, it's <laughs> no, the coolest one. I agree. I think the tribe sounds cool. You know, uh, a lot of respect to your tribe. However. <laughs> Uh, the phone butts is that's that's where I want to be. Uh, yeah, so so traditionally, <laughs> traditionally, I respect it, man. Y'all, y'all must have never heard about bootyism. Bootyism. We just had a story about. We got that. a I'm few minutes. Man. Tell us about bootyism. 
Oh man, you got to check out the last episode. But it's a it's a a religion that I started or I began to start. I had about four followers, and it it had it. They had ten bootiest commandments, things of that nature. It was pretty <laughs> well thought out. So, hey, he's living tax free uh, now, though. So there, there you go, Silent Hill. But anyway, <laughs> man, I didn't even cut y'all. The um, but real quick, let's just um, because I'm sure there's probably a bunch of games that we didn't mention. Um, so we won't talk too much about really any of them. Um, but let's just uh, if you have one more honorable mention. Uh, please go. Please let us know. I'll start first because there was one game that I wanted to mention that Fro had never heard of, and I'm a big fan of it. I've mentioned it before, but it, one of my favorite horror games is this game called The Suffering. If anyone's ever played oh, yeah. that, yeah, that game's great. Bryant lit up for that one. Yeah, yeah. So The Suffering, um, I love ju- that game. Just real quick, it's just a game, very traditional of like you you don't know what the story is. You you kind of wake up and you're in this like mental institution. There's monsters everywhere. But this was the first game that I played that had that. Depending on how you play it, wait. You'll the suffering get, you're in a prison, right? Yeah, but it's like a. It's also like a. a where, where you were a prisoner with that experiments happened to you. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was one of the first games that it was. You play it a certain way, and you get a certain ending. And the whole thing was based around whether or not you did or didn't kill your family. Um, and you would have these flashbacks, and it was a really great game. If you've never heard it or never seen it, go check out the suffering. And that's my honorable mention. Uh, Bryant, do you have a, a, a real quick honorable mention? Yeah, I mean, one of my honorable mentions is probably the scariest game I've ever played, ever. But just because of some of the clunkiness of it, I just couldn't put it on my list. And that's Amnesia the Dark Descent. Yep. It is one of these freaky, go to hell, just destroy your soul type of games. I really enjoy it, but there is some clunkiness and some bugs to it that just wouldn't make my list. But if you do want to check it out, I know it's constantly on Steam on sale for five bucks usually and coming to switch oh yeah that's right yeah all right it so is everything's so coming to switch huh? to too. yeah port everything to switch get it all on there uh todd honorable mention yeah <laughs> yep. it, it's a moment so i'm cheating it's uh when the flood was introduced in halo honestly it's i almost I, I almost put halo on my list because i was like right that scene the flood scene is like fucking bonkers that first time it's- it's intense, man. It was a crazy feeling, and it came up in a conversation. I mean, I, I of course I could list off a million games. There's so many good games. Well, but that's what I'm gonna for do. me personally. <laughs> Todd, do your thing, man. Use up my time. Todd, you're you're <laughs> my Todd, you're my spirit animal, apparently, because uh, me and hey, you are man. oddly similar. We got to link up. <laughs> All right, you two. <laughs> All, right. All right, enough. I'm gonna get the hose. <laughs> Fro, you got an honorable mention? Uh, yeah, mine was gonna be uh, Clock Tower. Uh, I only vaguely remember this game. Um, I, love, I love that you put that on your list. Yes. Uh, Bryant gives me the, the two big thumbs ups. This uh, is the uh, Lee Harvey Oswald uh, simulator. Yes, yeah, you are right. Exactly. It's That's exactly what it is. You're just sniping people off from left and right. <laughs> well, just one person. Just one. Whatever. Over and over again. Yeah, but this one you got to do more. No, but... Uh, this Back is, into the left. This Back is a game, into the left. This is a game I just remember as a kid. Uh, same deal. Too fucking scary, so I never really played it, but I watched my friend play it, and uh, you just had this fucking crazy dude with these big-ass scissors chasing after you, and it was scary. Uh, I remember playing that game with my grandmother, and uh, when he burst out of this like locker or something, uh, we all screamed, and my grandmother goes, huh, looks like he has osteoporosis. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, cool. So my honorable mention is a game called Siren. It came out on the PlayStation 2, and it is fucking scary. Siren? Yeah. Uh, Brian, you know this one? Yes. He's, yeah. he, he's on a Siren. video game podcast. He knows every single video game. Yeah, Siren, you, you played this, like, a person that could 
um, sort of like see through the eyes of the thing that was hunting you. So you'd like walk around uh, and you would try to like hide and you are trying to get from one place to another and you could go into the vision of the monster that was hunting you. You had to like tune your brain to it though. So there was like a lot of like balancing out of like making sure you could like see that, but it was still hunting you really, really, really scary game. Uh, anything you want to say about siren? Siren is just one of those lost classics. I mean, it, it really was just had an interesting mechanic to it. Um, also, if you were in, in any other part of the world, it was known as Forbidden Siren. Uh, but if you don't, if you get a chance, there are some great YouTube videos of people actually playing through this game. It is a freaky, freaky game. Yeah. I really enjoy it, and I think that the PlayStation Two graphics on it actually kind of serve to uh, embolden the fear in yeah, the game, especially really while you're like it. tuning to the monster. Like, uh, because it, it looks like shit and it's kind of supposed to look like shit. Uh, and then my last honorable mention is the Call of Cthulhu video game that came out on, on Xbox. Uh, it, oh, yeah. It is so good. It really does it. such a good job of bringing all the, like, HP Lovecraft stories together under, the under like, the one banner of Cthulhu, which a lot of people do anyway. Um, and it was called Dark Corners of the Earth, I think it was called. And yeah, 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 yeah. It is so fucking good. I'll have to look it up. Yeah, look it up and watch the videos of it. It's just awesome. Yeah. Holds up. Are I'm you not... looking forward to that new one coming out? I did not know about that. Yeah, go look up the trailer. I think you'll dig it. Brian? It, it looks good. Brian, he, he did not know that. I did not. There's a new one coming out. <laughs> I did not know that. Uh, I, my last honorable mention is a really shitty game for the PlayStation and Sega Saturn, I think, is uh, Brain Dead 13. It's, uh, it's like a Space Ace style game. Uh, the game sucks, but I fucking loved it as a kid. You mean like a full motion like video? Dragon's Lair. Like, yep. yeah, it's really hard. You have to remember the patterns. You just get mutilated over and over again. I always thought it was fun as a kid and love to play it again, but... I don't bad. think I've heard anybody mention that in probably 15 years. Well, I, I'm glad I could bring it back into your uh, lexicon for you. Oh, there you I go. don't think I wanted to remember it. <laughs> well, I'm sorry then. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that's going to do it for uh, our show. Uh, Todd, Brian, thank you so much for uh, for doing this cross-promotion episode. I thought it went really well. Thank you. Love you. Yeah, thank you guys hey, man, so much. Appreciate yeah. you guys, so, man. Seriously, man. Yeah. I, I want to be on your show, and we're going to do a whole recap of Brain Dead 13. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Fuck we'll it. do a round table. Yeah, I bet the people would really like that. <laughs> Way to destroy we're their show. we have you guys on our show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. But uh, yeah, go check out Skip the Tutorial. Um, you can download it. It's on iTunes. Subscribe. Go to where is it? What's your plug? Plug it again. Yeah, anchor.fm. Uh, just go there. You can find Skip the Tutorial uh, right there. We're usually on one of the top pages for video games. So. Hell yeah. So go yeah, do man. that. Yeah. And all, as always, go to, uh, go to makefun.network so you can vote on which list you agree with the most. And uh, thank you so much for, for joining us this week. And as always, smell you later.